She can mix and impose. She's a there we go. Oh yeah, now we're talking. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's, he's like, it's like in like, Monsters <laughs> Inc. when they try and get the screams out of Boo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he literally like, he's like, literally that's it. Oh man. I can't believe not only do I get to talk about the Oscars right. without someone being like, enough, Mary. Yeah, like, shut up. But in fact, I was asked to do such yes. an activity. Right. I've never been so lucky. Right. I know. I that's why I Monica, like podcasting so much. You're like, how about this date? Like, a couple weeks yeah, in advance. Yeah, you know, I like, I, 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 yeah. I'm on it. I know. I think that's why I love podcasting so much, because it's like, I can talk about all the things that everyone right. tells me to shut up about. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all clink your glasses. I'm going to do a little boomerang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um can't believe I'm in head to toe Lulu. Who have I become? I love that. <laughs> I become? All right, go for it. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't your first time at the rodeo. Exactly. A boomerang yeah, rodeo? A boomerang yeah, not yours either. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Revolutionary. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, okay. I saw, I liked Uncut Gems. I, I also, there's always one where like, it's not nominated for best picture, but it has mm-hmm. a ton of actors. And I'm like, that one should be like, that's bombshell to me too, mm-hmm. which I really didn't expect to like because I didn't love Vice. Yeah, but I love. Yeah. I'm not trying to get too much into the no, no, you're good. First, but I love. We can do bombshell. a little cold opening. Yeah. You know, just getting used to the combo. I love this. <laughs> I love it so much. Also, I wish the schedule was different because I wish they would like. They didn't all come out now. That what? Like they all the what? movies did. Oh, I know. Like, because then it's like you really have it's to play so zero to one hundred. Yes. My sisters, my sweet sisters, got me a movie gift card for Christmas because they know me and my heart. Would well, you have Regal Unlimited? <laughs> Not yet. I'm about to get that. I'm going to once I am steadily employed once again. <laughs> I know, right? It's like a little. I mean, it's obviously more than Movie Pass, but it actually works. Yeah. And. Do you still have movie pass? I see that it's going bankrupt and shutting down. My dad texted me this last Wednesday. You're like, yeah, dad. No, because everyone got the emails. It was like, guys, we tried and yeah. we tried. Yeah. We couldn't and do it. Was it was like, sorry, a dog is running our social media now. And yeah, everyone was like, what, is, what does this mean? You're like, oh, God. It was so weird. I see when I write a movie about the rise and fall of movie yes. pass. Oh, then yeah. everyone then it'll you'll be, like, be sorry. <laughs> it'll be like Fire Festival. <laughs> exactly. Yes. But it'll be much more sad because story. I feel like they like it was just a bunch of guys right. in an office yeah. doing their best. Yeah, <laughs> just like doing they their best. They shoot shoot it for the stars. Yes, they they should have started for the. They should have done what they did opposite. They should have started with like four a month. Mm-hmm. yes and then scaled upwards instead of because like when people feel like they're losing something they mm-hmm. no longer want it yeah, yeah. exactly i know they That's i don't know I who because i saw a great show in 33 right. times because of it and it makes then... me feel like i can start a company because i know that <laughs> right <laughs> well i remember johnny and i went to belcourt i think right when movie pass was a thing right and we were both like i was like how how can we do this? How is like, this how is this? And he was right. like, well, I, I researched like they're like, maybe going to like sell the data to the theaters. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Right. You know, but then I guess that wasn't enough. Ultimately. Yeah, I guess. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, how could it be? Right. If you're paying for $10, one movie. It grew right. too quickly. Unlimited like, movies. The product was too Everywhere. <laughs> it was so amazing. Yeah. But Regal's great because you can <clears throat> reserve your seat really early. Because Movie Pass, you had to be like within 10 exactly. miles or whatever. Yeah. Like 30 minutes before. Yeah. It was something. a struggle. Exactly. Yeah. And so this, you can do it in advance, and then you can, like, add a ticket to it. Oh, so that's it's, like, nice. someone doesn't have it, you can still reserve it. Because that's what happened with us the first time we saw Call By Your Name was there were two mm-hmm. seats available, but they didn't come up when you tried to get it. Yes. 
a, like there was a way where it made it complicated because you couldn't buy an add-on ticket yes. or something. So yeah. that sounds like it's movie pass. I was that. like, guys, we just have to get there like thirty minutes early right. and then go to the ticket box and figure it out because <laughs> it got too complicated. But like yesterday, I decided I didn't care about the Super Bowl, and so my roommate and I went. Cheers to that. Right. Cheers to. <laughs> cheers to the patriarchy. <laughs> I thought I had to say the Patriots. I was like, I know. good You're guess, like, Monica, good guess. but not this they were year. In a, yeah. You know, most years, but. <laughs> All week I've been asking people, which of the two teams playing are you rooting for? <laughs> and can you tell me which those two the teams? that I wasn't familiar with. Exactly. Well, I knew the names and I was like, I don't even know where they are from though. Like mm-hmm. I texted my mom, was like, are you watching? I was like, no. And I was like, are y'all rooting for anyone? And he, she said, KC. And I was like, Casey must I, that still doesn't yeah, give Casey me anything. In the sunshine, yeah, Casey yeah. in the sunshine band. <laughs> of course, same. Yeah, always rooting. For always them. rooting for them. But yeah, we went. My roommate and I. She hadn't seen Little Women, oh, so I went to see it with I her third time. And then we went to Cheesecake Factory because Emmy Squared was closed because no one was out. And then we went to Jojo Rabbit. Yes, I should have done and Jojo we're the Rabbit only ones like in the today. To, yeah. Okay, so my plan is so good. So good. Is yeah. to do Marriage Story like. To de- tonight and, and then that's gonna be the point of contention between us Ooh, i can't wait know. i know and then wednesday i'm gonna go see because i'm so behind this is i should this is not excusable i haven't seen once upon a time in hollywood yet Uh-oh. and people say that it one's was like fun. the one to win mm. interesting okay should we get into it yeah Let's sorry get I into like- it. no 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 this is great <laughs> um so this is a special exclusive episode um we've done some reviews of movies in the past but this time we're reviewing every single oscar nominee yes, so buckle the f up um <laughs> we've got johnny woo mr healthcare extraordinaire in the oh. house and yes. we have um award-winning screenwriter <laughs> but really mary sroki it's so silly but you did can you tell me more about that i would love to yeah Yeah, so i wrote a short film last year and it ended up getting selected at the new york city international screenplay awards yes and it ultimately landed as a top 10 finalist in its category amazing so i was working and i was on a 10 minute break and then i was crying and then i was back to folding leggings so it was very much (laughs) it was like roller coaster it was the roller coaster but um i was really excited about it yeah, that's awesome. I still need to read it. I have it in my email. Oh, take your time. I just feel like I need to like be on a beach or yeah. something. <laughs> or maybe just a coffee. Don't worry. It's a short read. It's exactly. A short short read. film, short read. Exactly. So. Yeah. That's my pitch. Johnny, short how's your screenplay read. going? Oh, it's going great. Yeah. yeah. What's it about? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's about someone needs to find better work-life balance. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I think people would eat that up. It's yeah, I do incredibly too. relatable. Yeah. With an relevant. endearing protagonist. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so relatable, so empathetic. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. we love it. Um, so yeah, so I thought we'd start with just kind of discussing each Best Picture nom, just giving a general, you know, thought of what we liked about it or what we didn't. Let's go. And then we'll move on to the next few sections. Yeah. Can't wait. Cool. I have to say, I do this, you can edit this out. Do yeah. this thing where when I'm recording podcasts, I don't know why because it's, this is a much set up, different setup than at my like desk at work, mm-hmm. but I always treat them like conference calls. So a lot of times when people are talking, instead of being like, "Oh wow," or like I agree, like you should on a podcast because it's audio. I'm like, something <laughs> you have to like be mute. Right. So, but sometimes that's good because right. I I have learned when I was like interviewing mm-hmm. people, I was going like, mm-hmm, "Yeah, okay, yeah." It's like so right. annoying. So I've told people before, I'm like, if I don't respond, that doesn't mean I'm not like just like I want you to go. Okay, cool. Yes. So I'm gonna like test to see, try to do a yeah. balance. Just read how right. it's going. Like if there's something funny, I'll be like. That way I'm not interrupting the story. No, you can laugh. Okay. You can laugh and you can react. 
but okay. it's okay if you don't. This is just such a different world. This is for a me. safe space. Yes. Okay, no, great. if you don't you're nod, I'm going to assume you're furious with me. Exactly, so. and okay. then I'll just you know, <laughs> yep. y'all both take a step at the same time. Yeah, we're like, oh, all right. So yeah, let's start with Jojo Rabbit. I know Johnny hasn't Please. seen it, but I saw it last night. And Great. it's fresh. It's, it's so new. good. I liked it so much more than I thought I would. Oh my gosh. Tell me everything because yeah. I'll preface it by saying Jojo Rabbit was my favorite movie of the year. <gasps> it's your top. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I loved Jojo Rabbit. I think Parasite was the best movie of the year, but yes. Jojo was my favorite. Yes. So you just saw it. Tell me your thoughts. And then I'll take the next 45 minutes <laughs> to talk about <laughs> my thoughts. <laughs> everything that I loved about Jojo. Yes. Okay, perfect. Um, I, yeah, I mean, obviously it's a very like weird tone at mm-hmm. first and I didn't know how I was going to like that, but it just went away. I did not expect, like, I kind of thought they were going to be at that camp the whole time. Right. You know, like a moonrise kingdom. Exactly. And yeah. I was just like, mm, I don't know. Um, but as soon as the, you know, relationship with the boy and the Harvard mm-hmm. Jew, sorry, spoiler alert, um, manifested, I was like just locked in and i thought that kid was amazing and so cute and like even what he's yelling or i still right? love him <laughs> right and yeah. i think that's that's the magic of the movie and i don't know if you've seen any of taika waititi's other films i haven't so he obviously has a very unique voice but the thing that i've always admired about him and about his work that comes through in boy and hunt for the wilder people and even a little bit what we do in the shadows which is insane yeah. but he also directed thor 3 i don't know if any interest are sticking yeah i mean but... i know thor 3 <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so he's in in especially hunt for the wilder people and boy he's able to strike this balance of humor and sadness and joy and he just has such a unique way of seeing the world that he's able to capture and communicate and he did that so well with Jojo because the pitch is insane yeah. and the log line is bonkers. Yeah. And I think it's only because he has the cred that he does that he got someone to green light that for him yeah. because it's, he has such a gift for tying up all of these extremes and calling it life and giving that to us. <laughs> yes. And it's, it just, the last time I cried leaving a movie like that was call me by your name. <laughs> and wow. I saw yeah. Jojo for the first time by myself <laughs> and I cried leaving the theater up the escalator at the Green Hill Cinema into my car by myself like just I was so embarrassed because I'm a crier as everyone knows (laughs) but I was by myself and I couldn't pull myself together all the way home still crying it just it gave me an emotional reaction like no other and I thought that ending was in the final quote too Mm -hmm. like no feeling is final yes it just and like how could like a Nazi film make me feel that exactly yeah and his he he bills it kind of as an anti-hate satire yes and i think that that landed perfectly yes it did for me like it, it totally worked it shouldn't work but it does yes oh what oh, else, what I, else I did agree you like 100%. about it tell me more that little boy he's magnificent he's amazing and so is the girl um, yes she was just thomas and mckenzie she was stunning yeah and i i was really glad that obviously i knew like he was gonna like start crushing on her or whatever so he's like 10 and okay. she's like 17 mm-hmm. and at the end he it's like he tells her that he loves her and and she's like i love you too and he's like as a little brother and she's like as a little brother <laughs> and i'm like so glad like they didn't ever like kiss or anything like right. weird like not even just because of the age difference it's just like made it so much sweeter right yeah and just he realizes that he has this this love for her and that what you're taught if it's hateful doesn't have to be true Mm -hmm. and it just it gave me the full spectrum of human emotion and it just you leave this film 
feeling like the world is still a good place. Yes. Which is remarkable. And yeah. it still feels present and it feels urgent. And I just, I can't say enough good things about Taika. I think he is so talented. He's brilliant. And so special. And for those that don't know, he plays Adolf Hitler in it. Taika oh, okay. Yeah. That's a cool concept. And he's the kid's imaginary friend, basically. Okay, and he's I what that. he thinks okay, Adolf cool. would be. And at first when he's like he's going to nazi camp and he wants to be a nazi adolf is like very encouraging and like kind of like silly and sweet and then as soon as he starts kind of unraveling that persona Mm -hmm. adolf becomes of course like you know sadistic and and disappointed and And more true yeah Yeah, exactly and Mm -hmm. more what he actually represents and i thought it was cool too that scarlett johansson plays the mom and she's nominated okay um some of my favorite work yeah, of hers ever ever because she i think she did what you're supposed to do with people that you disagree with like she just loved him and like she would get angry about stuff that he would mm-hmm. say but like he she never like really isolated him or made him feel like she just kind of she would go a different direction to make him think about something else right to to yeah it was just especially because she's kind of there to represent that she knows his heart and she knows it kind of reflects a line that elsa has as well where she's like you're not a nazi jojo you're a little boy who wants to be part of a club yeah and it's Mm. it's you know his heart and you know that it's it's about undoing propaganda i could talk about this movie the entire time (laughs) but it's it's about you know undoing propaganda it's about finding joy in times of of sadness and overwhelming grief which he does with elsa as well and it's about living joyfully wherever you can. Yes. And just, oh my gosh. Oh, well, I think I, that's a I've perfect. seen it twice now. I loved it so yes. much. Oh, team Jojo. I, sh- uh, I regret not Jojo. seeing it. There was a 3.30 time yesterday. <laughs> Debated seeing it before Johnny. the game. But see I was it like, before next week. Yeah. Uh, you've yeah. got to. That's probably the one I see in theaters. Because the other ones yeah. I think you can still see on either Amazon Prime or Netflix or another streaming device. So I feel like right. that one will be the one maybe Friday evening, Thursday yeah, evening. I'll Friday go night, to like, the theater and see. So. So, what's a movie you've seen since we left you out of that one? Um, I w- well, thank you. That's yeah. very kind of you. Of I've seen 1917 and Little Woman. <sighs> Dealer's Choice, which we want to talk about first. Let's talk 1917. Oof, yeah, so good. <clears throat> Definitely in my top three. Yes, I thought it was incredible. I think it was one of the most like impressively shot films I've ever seen in my life. Yes. Roger Deakins, man. He's the cinematographer and you've probably seen. So Roger Deakins has been nominated something insane like 17 times <laughs> and just won last year for Blade Runner 2049. Just oh, won his first Academy Award. He's like in his 80s oh and gosh. he creates just <laughs> the most beautiful work. And if you've seen any of the behind the scenes before and after, you mm-hmm. see his touch on this film, which I don't think it would have been the same movie without him. No, yes. couldn't have been. His skill set. Yeah. But what else did you love about it, Johnny Wu? Uh, I, the cinematography. I mean, I know mm-hmm. it's like the main thing they use in the trailer to try to get everyone, bait everyone in, but I'm still a sucker. It still is my favorite. The scene where like, he's literally running across mm-hmm. and all the people are running towards the field and things are coming down. Um, but I liked what I liked about it the most was the kind of the um, just the suspense you always had. Because it wasn't necessarily a suspenseful movie, but I think it just because it was war and it dealt with such raw emotion and so like that personal connection um, and personal relationships you have within war, like it was very like suspenseful. You just never knew what was going to happen, like yeah. you know. And like the other thing too was like so I saw it in Dolby like Atmos and mm. AMC, which is really cool. I recommend you go do that if you have the chance to see it. But like I think that was really good because it kind of put me in the moment. So I remember, like, this might be because I had pizza that night when I saw it, but, like, <laughs> the scene, like, after they get out of that 
that first explosion because the rat sets it off. That damn rat. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to say damn, but that damn rat. You, you can cuss <laughs> as much as you. Okay, want. cool. You can edit out if you need to be. Um, he sets off the trap and he like takes his canteen out and he's like he uses it, it's empty. I was like I'm parched. Like literally, like I don't know, like that yeah, movie just like put me it. in the moment. So I thought it was really cool. I also really liked how, uh, it just kind of was. It's just beautifully shot. I mean, it was a hero's journey too. I mean, like yes. So I, and that's such what I really a liked. It. Yes. celebrated hero. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Like literally, he gets one thank you. I think. Right. Or good job. I think not even thank you. The yeah. one guy who's like, "You did good back there," like yeah. sticking it to the man and and everything. But all of a sudden, like it was crazy because halfway through, I was like, "I know the boy," and I know. Like, and I was like, oh, it's Richard Madden and Cersei's son. I was like, yes, it's Thomas. Yeah, Thomas. I, I didn't like, know that I, until later. Yeah, the credits were, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I knew I knew him, but. And the George McKay was in a weird movie. You might have seen it, How I Live Now with Saoirse Ronan in like 2012. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I have to check that one. I'm like, yeah. Getting all these like films I got to see from the past. So. I know. <laughs> also, yeah, no, Johnny, really I'm just going to, I'm just going to cuss out your. Uh, I'm just gonna bleep out your cuss words, not ours. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. It's amazing. But yeah, all great, great war movie. Different perspective. I was expecting like a Saving Private Ryan, mm. Dunkirk type film, right. and it wasn't that. And I was surprised, but pleasantly surprised halfway mm-hmm. through. I was like, "Oh, you're not gonna get maybe the huge like tanks right. and the planes and boom." I mean, you you get the the pain of that and like the personal perspective of it, like especially in that scene I told you at the end, but like it's, it wasn't the focus. The focus was a lot of good cinematography with a great story character and like journey. Yeah, I yeah. agree. And that's why I think it's probably going to win best picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's slated to, but it's got that emotional resonance from the, it distills war down to a single point of view, but it also has all those technical elements that elevate it. Yeah. So right. yeah, they nailed it. They did. Mm-hmm. I also read just today that Sam Mendes, who directed it, pulled a lot of elements from his own grandfather's experience in World War One. Yes. No, literally it's like loosely based off of that. It's remarkable. Yeah. I which didn't is so cool. I really didn't know that until today and I think that's yeah. a really cool detail and the person the personal touch definitely comes through. Yeah, I wrote so I wrote down <laughs> some notes too and I don't know if I can take credit for any of these. I don't know if they're my thoughts or thoughts I saw on on, on um, Twitter. Yeah, on Twitter <laughs> or like in an article. So I'm just not even gonna. Thanks but... to Hunter Harris. Just a general <laughs> exactly. shout just out. A general for shout out to Hunter Harris <laughs> for helping to shape our, She's our queen. season perspectives. <laughs> but I said I, I think I read this. It was like it's not exciting. It's just gross. That's yeah. how war is. Like yes. oh, mm. I think I actually heard that on a NPR pop culture podcast. Mm-hmm. So um, that means it's credible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, and yeah, and like that's what you you're like. There's no like big explosion. I mean, there are, but like right. for the most part, it's just showing like the it's realities of war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Little Women next. Let's talk about. Little are we women. ready? Oh, are we emotionally ready? Am I ever ready to talk about no Little Women? No, no, no. <sighs> Where to begin? I know. Where to I begin? just listened to a podcast the other day. Um, called script notes and Greta appeared on the podcast and you can tell just like we were talking about Sam Mendes with the personal touch Greta had such a deep connection to this material Mm -hmm. and cared so much and she mentioned that one of the first things that she pitched when this movie was brought up and she wanted to be the one to adapt and direct it was the nonlinear structure. Yeah. Yes. Which I think a lot of people, you know, some people were confused. A lot of people think it might have undercut 
the tension, I think it elevated 100%. emotional residents oh, yes. so much. Agreed. And I don't understand how people got so confused. Like, right. It's like clearly it's the future has Beth. bangs, clearly. Yes, Amy has bangs. Uh, Beth is either dead or alive. Like, right. just kind of like, You've got two Meg options is, here. Uh, yes. Bell. Searches in, yes. searches in Concord Ranger, or New York. Right. Yes. And I feel like I my own my other thing like that I can maybe see because I agree with you. I'm like I don't think it was that confusing. Was I all. knew the musical and the musical okay. plays around with the time jump, not quite to the point of like right. the movie. But I was like, oh, so at least I could put five and five to equals ten. Right. But I'm like, wonder if you had no context, you would be confused. Well, did, but like, did you read it or see any other? I read it a long time ago. Okay. I also saw the original movie adaptation when I was okay. a kid. Good, and you still liked the. F- flip flop of the time loved it because i mm-hmm. loved it my first little woman oh okay mm-hmm. cool like i knew i mm-hmm. you know saying some things are meant to be in a you know choir recital but yeah, i'm super weird that they cut astonishing i know maybe <laughs> saoirse just didn't yeah. want that right Sutton <laughs> foster just comes in yeah. on top they're of like, the hill excuse me yeah. like, okay yeah timothy's like this wasn't in the script yeah, yeah. but yeah i 100 percent agree with you and i think too there's i mean there's just so much to say about it but i i saw it three times and i still like this second time was the best time to see mm-hmm, it because mm-hmm. the first time I loved it, but like I didn't appreciate all those details until I saw the second. Like th- there's things that happen that I'm like, duh, Mon-. like why didn't you notice mm-hmm. that? But there's also just so much going on. There's so much dialogue. There's mm-hmm. so much like things to look at. And so just like tiny touches and just some liners that are just stuck in my oh, head forever. Oh, so good. It's amazing <laughs> how she was able to make it feel so current. Yeah. Mm. And not just not just thematically, but Mm-mm. the dialogue as well. Yes. And for anyone that has sisters, it's just so real and yes. so visceral. Yes. And the joy and the annoyance mm-hmm. can be two sides of the same coin. Yes. And that just, oh my goodness. She Yeah, I mean, a Civil life. War era film can feel... And like, yeah, like you said, it's like, obviously... The, the overarching theme is, you know, women are not just meant to marry. They're meant to mm-hmm. pursue their dreams. That's, yeah, like, the, the big thing. That has, but the, yeah. like, tiny, like, the more sub-themes were, like, when she says that you'll be bored of him in two years, it will be interesting forever. Like, yes. I just told, like, I can just see that, like, see myself telling my sister that, like, my older sister that, and yeah. being, like, childhood is over when she gets married. and And then the whole, like joe rejecting Lori because like they're almost too perfect and like sometimes you're not supposed to be with your soulmate like there's just like there's so much going on oh my goodness yeah i also would love to mention what greta did with amy in this adaptation because amy has long been reviled and a character that people are immensely frustrated by and i walked out of that I was like, I've always thought I was a Joe because I'm stubborn and I'm determined, but apparently I'm an Amy right. who we is all a be melodramatic Joe, but yes. queen. <laughs> but you know what? She got Timothy, so who am I to complain? Right. But she just she validated Amy in a way that I think no other adaptation has. Yes. Yeah, because the musical, you're like, go away. You're like, you Amy also have no and I think that was because right, of the yeah. anachronistic timeline i mean yes. that's literally yes. you, yeah. seeing her in the future. And then I also you read something her so much. So more. much. I I read something that Meryl Streep apparently told them to put in the scene where she's in the painting studio, mm-hmm. which is like my maybe my favorite scene of the oh whole thing. Oh my gosh! Because she was like, "You need to explain more about like marriage being an economic proposition and all that." Ah, uh, yeah, and that was literally it apparently was like written like right before yes. they shot it. Yes, like, Greta so talked about that in the interview that I listened to, That's which is her, once yeah. again a validation of her talent. Yes, but mm-hmm. the thing about Greta's 
filmography between like Francis Ha and of course Lady Bird mm-hmm. and now this is how shockingly they all fit together despite yes. how different all of those stories are yeah. so her touch and again her unique worldview is all over this and bleeds through all of those films which is mm-hmm. incredible yeah you said second time that yeah. like I was thinking of Lady Bird I was like I mean, I love mm-hmm. Lady Bird the first time, but I love it the eighth, ninth, tenth yes. time I watch it. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I have to go back and watch it again because I think I was too con- too kind of in the plot. Yeah. And, you know, what are these actors the other... actors doing the first time around? Not noticing the subtlety that maybe I even took for granted because I knew the story, but, like, they ex- they don't explicitly say it in this. Now I'm anxious to go back and watch it. Totally. Really excited. Yeah. Also, it was interesting, too, because, like, it, it really flipped my, to your point, it flipped my, like, view of the characters in a way, and I think to your point, it had to do with the different timeline, but like in the musical, like Meg is the most boring character, the most mm-hmm. boring songs, but like Emma Watson really brought her perspective mm-hmm. to life in a yeah. way I've never really appreciated. And I was really, so I was really proud of Emma Watson. Yeah, I thought me she too. Did great. She's obviously the weakest actress by yes. far yes. for all of them. Yes. And has the hardest time with the American accent. Right. Yes. Yep. But she also weirdly did a great fake British accent. Right. Exactly. That was shocking. I love that. I feel like Greta threw that in. Yeah. As like a moment. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and I thought she, the, like the way that she felt for John was really sweet. Like it was. That was absolutely. I felt that. Oh, yeah. I thought she was fantastic. I thought she yeah. brought so much warmth. Yes. To mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It was great. It was, so it was just lovely. Yeah. And the, I mean, the part, I mean, I, I cry at a lot of parts, obviously. That's I mean, insane. the hill scene and the score during that yes, part when yes. it just pans out. It's Oh, the unreal. score was phenomenal. Yeah. I also... Alejandro Displa, shout out. Lovely. My favorite. Yep. Lovely. I think that bookbinding sequence towards the end yes. is also just great filmmaking on yeah. its own like i never knew that seeing something stamped and bound could be so spellbinding so satisfying and so also spellbinding like, that, oh, no pun intended. yes exactly at emma watson um but <laughs> the fact that at the end she's holding this product of her work and of her heart and the meta qualities of it the way that she wove in louise may alcott's real story is just beautiful and lives up to the tagline that they chose which was to own your story yes so it, that's another thing that made it so resonant yes and inspirational it made me want to go and create and yes but instead i walked to fido and ordered a glass of wine <laughs> and, and just cried some more the bartender asked me or the guy ringing me up was like what did you just go see and i started crying again and i was like you gotta <laughs> you go you gotta go see little women and yeah. miranda was like she does this all the time yeah. don't worry and i i am a big crier but i Mm-hmm. I really don't cry in romantic things a lot. And mm-hmm. that is one of the only movies that it's the part. Obviously, it's the part where they're on the hillside. But also when she f- puts the letter in the water and it just Oof. that quick flashback of them like hugging. And I'm like, they're just best friends. And right. They can't be together. Also a testament to Sersha and Timothy's on camera <sighs> dynamic because yes. they obviously solidified that chemistry in Lady Bird. You're going yes. to have so much unspecial sex <laughs> in your life. In your life. <laughs> And then, God, yeah, they're just this now. So yeah. different. Yes. So different. Who the fuck is on top of first time? <laughs> oh, so we're just going to take a quick 17 minute pivot and break down. Yes, and break down later. No. <laughs> we will be here tangent. forever. But just the fact that we are so lucky to be living in a time where they are our go to on camera duo. I would watch right. anything the two of them do forever. Yes. I hope they just keep yeah. doing what they're doing. Yeah. And then the, I just love the publisher's daughters playing with the yes, sword yes. that part really got me and it's mm-hmm. at the very end so i'm like give me some time to recover oh yeah yeah okay i could go on and on just what's phenomenal. next let's do i think that's all for me so the 
Ooh. So you guys can jump so around. So you can, uh, yeah. you know, get some wine. Yeah, get some wine, Johnny. Yeah. No, but anxious to hear, based on your talks, I'm going to rank the order I want to see the most in. Perfect. Oh, cool. Based on your um, question for you all. We can lead into the next one. Yeah. Because uh, I haven't seen it. But I do not like scary movies. Would Parasite be oh. too much for me? Great. And then you can also talk about your overall thoughts on Parasite. I'm buckling. Yes. Ugh. I was okay. just about to say, okay, we've already talked about the ones I'm going to talk about forever for. No, we haven't because we haven't talked Parasite. about Parasite yet. Mm. Um, I can't watch scary movies either and I could watch it. Okay, so I, I can go home and yeah. rent it tomorrow. Yeah, Because I, I think People so. say like, it's funny, my friend Morgan, um, my friend Morgan from work you met, she said that's her number one to like, oh, win. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so that enticed me, but I was like, I don't know if I can so watch it. So the name it. is misleading. Yeah. It's not a scary film. It's not, I mean, it no. is, it's thematically upsetting but it's not a horror film <laughs> like i'd be able to whatsoever. sleep at night. Yeah. oh yeah i okay. saw it twice and you know i can't do horror movies. yeah that's true that's yeah. True. okay no. yeah yeah Yeah, no i can't either and i was able to handle it and i went and saw it by myself which i was really glad because i because no i'm like no one had any idea what to expect because right. the trailer gave you nothing which i loved and so you first sit down and you're like okay this is going to be kind of like a kind of dark funny movie oh yeah cool i like that and you know these characters are interesting and then you start understanding the plot and then it just unravels and gets oh my goodness insane masterful yes it's probably so even though jojo will in my heart be my favorite parasite was the best movie yes not just that i've seen this year but probably in years yeah oh wow okay remarkable yeah it's just a work. Yeah. I didn't expect you guys to have that reaction. I know, I oh, yeah. you, but that speaks volumes. No, I'm working on my yeah. ranking, and, I'm, and Little Women and Parasite are really that's hard so because I'm like Little Women's like my heart, like JoJo for mm-hmm. you, but Parasite I think is my number one of the year. Yeah. Just like that's my top three, right? So there. you guys are yeah. selling it because yeah. the fact that you're like putting it that much it over these so other good. movies, it which I so know, good. yeah, I never would have guessed oh, it. So it's yeah. so good. It's unlike anything I've ever seen, and Same. it in. It makes a statement on like classism while being like this weird thriller. And like, it's, it starts and it's laugh out loud funny. Yes. The theater that I was in at the Belcourt, we were having a great old time. Mm-hmm. And then about halfway through, because you know that it's all going to fall to pieces at some point, <laughs> yeah. this, this scam that the family is running. And when it does, it happens more spectacularly than you can even anticipate you think it's the worst it's gonna get yes and then it gets worse i mean when she's just opening that bookshelf and she's like oh my god i'm trying not to give too much away but it's like what is where is this movie going what's so amazing one of the things that's so amazing about paris everything and this is another example of it being technically perfect Perfect. but on top of that they undid themselves by having the cast be way too strong because everyone (laughs) in this movie is so good that they should all have individual nominations yeah and any of them are they any of them it's a bummer no 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 acting nominations and that's one of my biggest snubs i would say of this year i would say the girl who plays the sister jessica park so dom yes should have one song kong ho is like the beating heart of the movie as the father that's just trying to do his best I think and you're right. The father and the sister were really the they ones were that should have. Yeah, for me. Um, but oh, everyone is right just now. so good. Yes, it's funny. It's dark. It's moving. And the another cinematography. Yeah, another oh achievement. Yeah. of of the highest caliber. Yeah, it's yeah. really something else. And it made me want to go watch this writer director 
it made me want to go watch his other films. And I went and I watched Snowpiercer. Oh, I don't know if yeah. you've ever seen that. I've seen trailers for it. So it was, I thought, you know, Parasite gets a little dark. Snowpiercer, top to bottom. Like at one point there was a sequence. I thought I was going to be sick to my stomach. It's and like I was post-apocalyptic. like, post-apocalyptic. it's post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Chris Evans was in there. So I was like, I'll be all right. Yeah. I'll have Chris Evans to lead the way. him. <laughs> and um, Song Kong Ho is in that one as well. But his, yeah, he definitely also knows exactly what he wants to say um so yeah my goodness brilliant so would good. love love to see parasite take best picture and not only is it the first south korean film to be nominated for best picture yes, but it, that. best international feature it would just it's the kind of filmmaking like it ups the stakes for the american complex because yeah. oh mm, my gosh right. it is it's masterful yeah i totally agree he's a master of his craft yes that's it oh we love it we love it we love it so like peaches call me by your name peaches there's some new competition there's some... in town exactly <laughs> their pe- the peach plays another pivotal role yeah in parasite a very important. different role wildly different yes mm-hmm. um yeah um can we talk about the irishman yeah let's talk about the irishman and let's talk about the fact that <laughs> i went to see the irishman at the bell court and didn't realize by the time i left my screening of the bell court at about 8 30 i left Did after you get midnight. There at one o'clock like <laughs> i left and it was on netflix by the time i was oh. leaving the cinema and i was like oh my goodness like, it's on netflix <laughs> it's on netflix oh perfect well, i'm gonna like watch netflix all these film? yes and i didn't i didn't realize that and i'm walking out and i'm like oh my gosh i could have but here's the thing if i'd watched it at home i would not have made it through in one setting people say that's was the problem i think i should have seen it in, i okay i should have seen it in a the theater ending. i should have done more research mm. and I'm working on an article right now of ranking them, and I the first thing I say, this movie wasn't made for me. That's okay. <laughs> like this mm-hmm. isn't for me. Do you are you a Scorsese fan? Otherwise, it was the first Scorsese I've ever oh, seen. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, it made me like want to watch like The Godfather and mm-hmm. like Dog Day Afternoon again. Like those it departed. Yeah. But to me, it felt like Babe Ruth trying to play the World Series right now. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like mm-hmm. they had to CGI these like seventy year olds to look like thirty year olds. And oh my gosh, when I read that, that De Niro really... at the beginning was supposed to be like 26, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was just like, this isn't working. And and it obviously they're incredible, they can do whatever they want, but it was just like that took me out of it. Yeah. I also just don't remember a single thing about it. Like, I don't, I had the same kind of amnesia. Like, there's no a few sequences happened. that stand out to me, like the pushing the taxis into the water was the first point where I was like, oh, this is yes. getting interesting. The throwing the gun, and there's like all the guns in the mm-hmm. river, and they're like, they can mm-hmm. never find it. The ice the cream weapon. that he's late to the meeting. Like, right. in my brain, it's like a series of vignettes that add up, and it, it lands, like, it gets the message across yeah. at the end of it. And I still cried at the end for some reason. Great. And I don't know if it's I don't know. It could be a combination of things. But my favorite reaction that I've read was John Mulaney described this movie as Martin Scorsese, Al Pacino, and Robert De Niro having fun making a movie. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what I one of the notes that I wrote down was just like this year with that and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm like, there's what did I say? Hold on. I, said, I also did really like Joe Pesci. It made me want to give him a hug. Yeah. He was great. Yeah. Oh, that. I feel like male directing is very self-indulgent. Mm. It's like, especially like the older ones. It's just like, oh yeah, this they was Marty have been doing whatever an he wanted. Hour shorter, like what? <laughs> yeah, just like, he was just flexing on. on us. He right. was just he just made it that one because he knew he could. Yeah, which again, like they're legends. They've earned it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't for me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there were some cameos in that movie where I was like, oh my. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> um, and there's, I think Anna Paquin has three lines 
Maybe yeah, does not pass Oscar the back door. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. And it's it's you know it's an epic. It is a great filmmaking. Yeah, but yeah. it's also you know three and a half hours. Right. Oh yeah. gosh, it's three and a half hours. It's longer. It's longer than Endgame. Yeah, which is and that's all I could think about. It's longer really, than Titanic, like, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my the Titanic was like is endearing o'clock. to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was like six film. o'clock on a Friday, and I was like, is Tonight, then I we watched the Irishman, and she's like, "Yeah." So yeah. we like already weren't excited, but and then like I like paused and like got snacks and then right. came back, and then yeah. I'm like, "We still have like two hours." Like, yeah, it just yeah. So it was for a that lot. reason, I am glad I saw it in a theater because I think I got the emotional reaction that I was meant to get, good, which good. is following these people on this extensive journey and the friendship that they try to forge that is ultimately lost in the most heartbreaking way yes yeah. like i was able to grab that message because i felt like i had it, but i was just like oh this is as old as they'll get and then i was <laughs> exactly. wrong again exactly. <laughs> they keep getting older and older yeah i'm just like Ooh. Yeah. yeah however it's, it was different from some of scorsese's other films it was mm-hmm. nearly as funny as many of the other ones but i think that was intentional on his part because he's kind of undoing the expectation of a mob film and yeah. he's undoing a lot of his own filmography by being like this is not fun right. this is not joyful this yeah. is a tragedy mm. so that's kind of what i took away from it love it yeah all right so you talked about martin scorsese and so when you guys were talking about it it made me think to your point mm-hmm. Like, if these are, like, the the masters of the craft, if you will, for years, could they potentially be the ones to win based on who was voting this year? And with that being mine, the other one kind of in that same lens, tell me a little bit more about your thoughts on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Because mm. this is, for me, the number one – well, before you guys talked about Parasite, before this – recording this is my number one i have to watch immediately but now i'm thinking it's even taking third compared to your reaction to jojo rabbit so you guys have helped me kind of switch my mindset and my ranking yeah tell me what you thought about once upon a time Time. i liked it it's definitely like in the middle of my favorites and least favorites of the year um i just like scorsese i had not seen a full tarantino i've never been able to get through pulp fiction (laughs) tried twice um again tarantino yeah Again, it's not for me. He's, right. He's not my guy. Right. My disclaimer is no. I am not a Tarantino girl. No. And I'm, in fact, known to sometimes be anti-Tarantino. Yes. I don't totally understand his worldview. Like, yes. it doesn't – I think he is technically super talented. He's yeah. a great writer. I love um, Inglorious Bastards. Probably, you know, more due to Brad Pitt than anything right. else. Oh, my gosh. Actively dislike Django. Okay, that's Respect the one that Pulp I've never Fiction. seen. That's Django's like the one I've only been the only one I've been intrigued to. Oh, watch. I had such a hard time. Yeah, with I don't know if I it can. was not. And Tarantino's just he's just a little self indulgent. He's and like putting he's wildly self indulgent. And to be crass, like a little like masturbatory. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I feel watching. Oh, is, and I just feel sure. like kind of icky. I don't so know. So my thing is like. I love movies. Right. And I love movies about movies. Yes. So if I walked away from this just being like, well, sure. (laughs) And that kind of says something. That says something. Like, Mm. I I love films about Hollywood. A lot of people hate movies about movies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with the Academy in that. I'm like, oh, my goodness, look at this beautiful gift that's been given to the world. Let's step back into that nostalgia. love movies. Yes. And there were a lot of things that I really liked about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, The Little Nugget that plays. um, Amazing. What is her name? Julia Butters, I think. I can't remember her character, though. But she was fantastic. I wish they had cut all these unnecessary scenes of Leo rehearsing dialogue we were about to see him see anyway. (laughs) And just give right. us more of that little nugget Trudy being like, 
well, here's here's the truth of the world. Yes. So he like Leonardo DiCaprio's in this like Western film, and uh-huh. his little co-star is like ten or something, mm-hmm. and she's adorable and takes everything very seriously, uh-huh. and was just such a good actress. And I just like oh, everything she fantastic. said. I was just like, oh, I, I loved it. She's so so. Cute. I kind of had to be dragged to see this film, yeah, because again, don't love Tarantino, but this was a warmer and gentler film yeah. in his overall filmography yeah the there only were, gory part is at the very end the end yeah okay. so my my problem with the ending i i know that history revision is one of his things yes. and he does the same in jango Which i'm glad i or knew not jango, about before but, um, i watched because i was like glorious bastards yeah yeah but i just have a hard time with the reaction and the the suspense coming from the fact that in real life like we get this joy out of the fact that in real life this was an immense tragedy that occurred yeah. and just awful and tragic and so it's fun to see that turned on its head but it it doesn't sit right with me knowing that that joy and that laughter comes from something that was just dismal that happened to yeah. a real human yeah i agree and i understand that margot's role in the film is to kind of float through and be like a voice of goodness but also, Margot's a great actor and, and could have done not with some lies. use her. You did not use <laughs> also, her. Also, that man cut James Marsden out of his film, and James <gasps> Marsden belongs in a role about 1960s Hollywood. Yes. I mean, James come on. Marsden just like is always underrated. Just in I general. agree. I agree. Someone brought up like like we have not talked em- enough about how perfect he was as Corny Collins. <laughs> right. All right. Like, yes. Literally, there's a He's- a riff that he does, and it's hairspray. Yes. Parentheses. Right. It's hairspray that I I think I've listened to like. 25 times right oh yeah so great so it's also like the hidden gem in my opinion with which says a lot because the two leading ladies in dead to me have you seen dead to me oh yes so good. he's incredible in that too. yes he is yeah. he's and it's fun to see him as like kind of a jackass like right. he's usually like he's usually the like sweet. the nice he's guy yeah he's so sweet in 30 rock yes. yeah he was in like hop or that one easter like kids movie <laughs> hop something like that which peter rabbit too Maybe is coming out on was. easter who's going I was when my reaction to that trailer was they're making a second one. I the know. first one made enough money, and I've seen that trailer so many times. <laughs> I know. That time of year, and it goes Vampire Weekend to that other song to back to Vampire <laughs> Weekend. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you know what movie I kind of want to see that looks like not great, but the Valentine's Day movie with I do too. Um, yeah, yes. with Which one? what's her face from Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield. Yes. Oh, I want to see yeah. it too. I know. And I'll see. I trust Lakeith. That's yes, the thing. I trust both of them, and I trust the placement of the her song "Hard Place" in the trailer. Oh I'm gosh, like, how can I not see right. this? Oh yeah, I yeah. Don't, I never want to go see a romance film, and I was like, well, Sarah, die, mark too. your calendars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, not to get off topic, but I want to see the one about the girl. When they played the toxic in the, mm, yes. yeah, promising young woman. Yes. yes, I was. I'm like, I'm never blown away by a trailer anymore. But I was like, I will come Very back. It's like the that. woman that entraps men. Yes, <laughs> I was like, it's such an me too situation. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Carrie Mulligan too. That's kind of an right. interesting role for her. Absolutely, I'm excited. But sorry um, to distract you all. No, from it's all the, good. All we don't need to talk about Once Upon a Time that much. Yeah, um, that's about it. I I yeah. feel like he will probably win for original screenplay but i would again love to see it go to bong joon ho for parasite interesting yeah i'll probably not really revisit once upon a time in hollywood the other sequence that didn't sit great with me was the sequence with um was it supposed to be jet lee oh that no 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 not jet lee um i know who you're talking about no it is right yeah right um no or or bruce no bruce lee is is that it right yeah Mm. or is bruce lee the dancer no, it's Bruce Lee, right? <laughs> you want to fact check it? 
Yeah, Let's yeah. fact check. Yeah, we can, you cut can this out. You can edit out me not knowing what I I'm shall. talking about because I'm supposed to know what I'm talking about. Let's see. Yes. Okay. So that sequence with um, Brad Pitt and the actor who played Bruce Lee didn't sit great with me because, again, while historical revision is one of Tarantino's trademarks, it, it doesn't feel great to see this man who was such a pioneer yeah. in his time, especially for minority actors, so easily dismissed and his craft kind of undercut yeah, in like that way for scene. the sake of a gag. Yeah. Like, didn't love that. No. Didn't love that. I loved seeing Brad Pitt on that roof take his shirt off. Oh, yeah. However, yeah, again, everything Brad Pitt did in that movie, phenomenal. Like, he, he's just <laughs> still so hot. Like, I don't... So great. He's... He's wow. so great. And I'll be I'll be thrilled if and when he wins. He's my prediction for best supporting. He was great. Uh, he was my favorite part of the movie other than Little Nugget Trudy. Same. Yeah. I thought Margaret Qualley was great, too. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Love she her. was great. Yeah. I mean, she played a dreamy, chaotic brunette who just wants Brad Pitt's attention, and I was like, I was representation like, I get matters. It. Yes, we love it. <laughs> there we love I to see am. it. <laughs> And what did she scream? That was like one thing that I was like, this is going to be caught in my head. And now I can't even think of the words. But it was like, you're like, I don't know what it was. Yeah, no, she was great. I loved her in that. Yeah. I love her in anything she does. Yeah, she was great in um, Booksmart, right? Was she not? Well, no, No. she wasn't in Booksmart. You know, I I would know. I shouldn't be telling you. (laughs) She was in uh, The Leftovers. in Booksmart. You know, huh. the, the beautiful girl in Booksmart. That's why I mixed her up with one the love Caitlin interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they do look alike, but Margaret Qualley's in, I know her from The Leftovers. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's best friends with Caitlin Deaver. That's probably why. Oh, great. Yeah. That's probably why she was in my brain. Yeah. Love that. Exactly. Um, I think we should um, start talking about Marriage Story because you're going to be very upset with me. No, that's all right. So my, <laughs> my disclaimer with Marriage Story, again, I love movies about people who work in entertainment. Yes. And I also have more emotional reactions to films when I'm deeply hungover. <laughs> and this was one of those days. I'm laying on my couch watching Marriage Story just crying yeah. for two and a half hours. <laughs> so break down for me why you did not have that reaction whatsoever. Okay. So first of all, Marriage Story had like all the formulas of a movie I should love, right? Totally. Like, I mean, a relational movie. We got Adam Driver, who's mm. just like I would love, like love to see him as a romantic lead mm-hmm. kind of thing. He sings Sondheim at one point. <laughs> like what? My, yeah, he yeah. sings Being Alive. It's my shut up. I, I thought. Yeah, see, I thought the ending of JoJo was my favorite scene of the year until I saw that scene. That scene was great. That scene wrecked me. And Laura Dern's in it. I mean, just She's like my favorite. Let's I'm go. Say that about every actress, but she go home and is... watch Marriage Story. Yeah, okay, I think that's me. The number one tonight because I'm not in the mood to watch Parasite, but I want to yeah, watch you one gotta, tonight. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, but y'all know how much that I. That's you why I'm most Laura excited for this. I you love do. Laura Dern. Like, like. Oh my god, like I remember when I used Twitter back in the day, like in 2017 I tweeted like the top three things in 2017 was um Laura Dern's performance is Renata Klein and Big Little Lies. And it's a very yes. Renata Klein role. Oh, okay, good. Yes, it's it very, is it is very, very close. Uh, it is I not Marmy Merch. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is not. Yeah. yeah. Wildly Which, different. One of my favorite tweets I've seen recently, you know how Twitter does the like one thing, one thing, and then the hands mm-hmm. grasp gla- mm-hmm. you know, glass grasping. <laughs> Clasping. Cut her off. Clasping, not grasping. <laughs> And then the thing that is the in common. Yes, yeah. God, thank you, words. <laughs> um, but Kevin T. Porter of Gilmore Guys um, oh, tweeted we love him. Uh, the Hulk, Marmy March. I'm always angry. <laughs> <laughs> How did I miss that? That's a perfect. I joke. died. Yeah, it's a perfect joke. <gasps> oh my goodness. 
But no, I think Johnny one time just completely out of context was just like, if you asked me, like I didn't oh, ask I him, but like, if you asked it me, it was his birthday because he was like, yes. gun to my head. <laughs> if you asked me, one celebrity you want to meet, it'd be Laura Dern. It would be Laura Dern. And I don't that know why she choice. intrigues me, but I, and I feel proud because like I feel like she's really on the bandwagon with Marriage Story and like oh yeah, she's having yes. a great but, year. Like I feel like I liked her even back in the days of like Enlightened and right yeah. Jurassic Park, man. Jurassic yeah. Park. She is also so hot. Like she's like yes. hotter now. Oh yeah, like. What uh, just her and Brad Pitt Laura Dern, they yeah. continue to get better and better. Right. Laura, are you looking? If you're, yeah. 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 But overall marriage story yes. didn't work for you. So what it felt like to me was like a masterclass on acting. Oh, yeah. Great scenes. Mm-hmm. But I personally didn't feel connected to the couple. And I, I didn't think they did a good job of like, why is this couple divorcing? Like, yes, they like explain in the beginning a little bit. And all I remember is like, we're a New York family. That's all. <laughs> you know? <laughs> But, like, I'm, like, that, you know, the infamous scene where, you know, she's screaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Hunter Harris has the, you shouldn't be mad that I slept with her. You should be mad that I had to laugh with her. her. Just is repetitive <laughs> in her head forever. And, like, obviously amazing acting. But mm-hmm. I'm, like, why are you screaming at her? Why are you repulsed by her? Definitely. I don't know. Why? Like, and then <laughs> my my friend that felt the same way, she's, like, I also hated the kid. He couldn't. He had to be carried everywhere. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> That okay. That's yep. That's I can already agree with that sentiment. I haven't seen yeah. that one yet. Oh, it just man. like it didn't resonate for me, and I really wanted it. To. I was like, got a glass of wine. I was like, ready to cry. Yeah. And then the only part that did get me a little bit was when he finds the letter, and and yes. she, yeah, that was great. But it just ended, Oof. and I was just like, okay, sure. So, yeah, I was just dis- that was the that was the most disappointed I was in a movie this year. Great. But you tell me why I'm wrong. That's okay. Yeah. No, I think some of the things I really liked about it, um, again, a lot of people are like, this is not accessible. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes, for me at least, it's just a joy to watch great actors act. Totally. And they are both such masters of their craft that I thought that that was really fun. Um, again, the fight scene, to me, was one of the weakest parts of the film because it felt out of character for Adam Driver's character. Yeah. Especially when he says, I thought Twitter had made it up, that he said, I wish you were dead, and then immediately starts crying. Yes. Because that feels, he's a he's not a great guy, and he, you know, is a cheater and all this stuff, but he isn't toxic to her no. until that moment. Yeah. Because that is so textbook, like, gaslighting like i wish you were dead saying something that hateful and then immediately crumbling and crying yes that that felt a little off to me but credit to adam driver's performance that it ultimately i still believed everything else about him in the film and yeah i liked a lot of things about it i liked the dual cities one of probably my favorite thing about it was the score randy newman just say, absolutely oh, that was great tore my heart out yeah i cried at the letters at the beginning i cried the first time that they fight in the new york apartment and scarlet says goodnight and is acting like everything's fine and walks away and falls to pieces yeah that absolutely wrecked me and I just think it was a really interesting way, especially in L.A. when he shows up and he hasn't been served yet. It's their familiarity and their intimacy that they have with one another is not something that can ever go away. And it was really cool how it showed that when you love someone that doesn't turn off just when the relationship ends. Yeah. And you still will remember all these things about them. And Mm -hmm. for anyone that's ever experienced any kind of heartbreak, even if it's not a divorce, there's elements that will just like punch you in the chest yeah. but 
I think that's why it really worked for me. And also the kid who plays the son was in one of my favorite SNL sketches. Oh, yeah. Which was, um, it was called Wells for Boys. And it was a Wells Fargo commercial. <laughs> if you have an emotionally sensitive child, get him a well that he can like whisper his hopes and dreams into. <laughs> and I thought that was brilliant. And it was just really funny to see this little kid be the product of Scarlett and yeah. Adam. Um, I would love to see Adam take Best Actor, even though he won't. Yeah. Um, but I just thought... There were layers of nuance to his performance. And, of course, the scene in which he sings Being Alive ruined me. Yeah, that was my favorite. It was that scene the whole song and when she's talking to Mm -hmm. laura dern Mm -hmm. and it's just that one like long monologue just great writing what was so interesting about this as well was that it was a little different from noah's other work because he was really a pioneer of like the mumblecore movement which was a sparse minimalistic script that's really improvised but this was the opposite of that it was completely written and he really wanted people to adhere to the words that he had very sorkin very (laughs) yes absolutely and so that's why it felt more to me about the acting because a lot of times it wasn't as grounded in reality it didn't feel totally like things that people would say to one another it was a little bit more about the performance of it which again worked fine for me it's fine if it didn't work fine for others yes (laughs) at monica (laughs) right but i yeah i really really loved it um look at us having a mature argument yeah (laughs) yeah at least you're not not, even an argument if you're not team joker then we're okay (laughs) yeah which we should talk about that next speaking of best actor but Mm -hmm. really quick um I will say I think the other problem with me not um, being invested in their divorce is because I'm also rewatching Parenthood and the Joel and Julia demise oh. is the best almost divorce I've ever seen yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I talk about that all the time. And again, people... that's so slow. You can do it through yeah. television. But like, yeah, that I mean, that show goes through a ton of things. And I'm not even anywhere near a lady can relate to anyone married divorcing. But that arc i didn't think i could make it through because they yes. plant the seed in season one yes they plant it so early and like yep. you don't know that you, they do but like they have a really bad fight and she says something horrible to him and you never see them resolve it right and you're like okay that literally started the whole thing right. even though they're happy for years mm-hmm. oh, and then like the working but... which one of them is the breadwinner dynamic that starts off the yeah, first episode exactly. so anyway not to divulge but... but yes um tune in for johnny and i's episode on parenthood Ugh. enneagram coming in 2020 yes <laughs> but... also one other thing before marriage yes. stories i can't take credit for this joke drew if you're listening you can take credit but apparently like drew my friend drew he was about to leave to hang out with me the night and his girlfriend was watching marriage story and he said have fun watching black widow and kylo ren have a divorce (laughs) (laughs) which i thought was funny i'm like yeah that's true that's so true it's true little cinematic universe yeah yeah so joker let's let's talk about joker johnny you didn't see joker no that's okay (laughs) no No. i just like anyone who knows me i'm not the biggest don't kill me marvel dc like that's just not my type of i'm not either um and this sort of isn't isn't okay interesting dark knight it's more dark knight which is my that's up my alley yeah Mm -hmm. so dark knight's one of my favorite movies ever Mm -hmm. i think it's one of the most brilliant movies ever and i think obviously heath ledger brought this darkness to that character that I think exploring its origin story was a very interesting idea. I I knew it was going to be so unpleasant to watch. Like, I knew right. I wasn't going to like this movie. It's two hours of misery. It's so unpleasant. It's from start to finish. There are no bright spots in this movie. No, not one. And when it was weird when people were like, love joke. Or like, I'm like, you can't love it. Like, don't no. love it. Like, I, I thought it was mostly really good, but... Yeah, you 
tell me your thoughts. Yeah, I I didn't love Joker. I didn't think I would love Joker. And when Joaquin wins, I'll pretend that he's winning for the master. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think he's he's phenomenal. He's great. And I was excited when this was first announced. And this, like you said about Marriage Story, has a lot of elements that I should love. Yes. But I also think for that reason, it has a lot of elements of a great film, but I don't think it adds up to a great film. Yeah. It has great cinematography. It has two great central performances in Joaquin and De Niro. Mm -hmm. And I also really like Zazie Beetz. She's phenomenal on Atlanta. Yeah. Um, Is she the neighbor? Yes. And what's funny is as soon as she appears, I leaned to the person next to me, who I knew, to be clear. Yes. I was like, wait. Before you said that, I was like, I just don't really want to talk about it. Who do I need to PayPal right now? I I leaned over and I was like, oh, she's either imaginary or this is nonlinear. And he was like, I don't know. Seems pretty normal to me. And I was like, what? Okay. So, and so, sorry, spoiler. It's okay. I probably this will be the one I probably don't. If okay, I don't get to, good. I probably won't watch. So Joaquin is like this miserable person, mm-hmm. and he it shows him like talking to a neighbor in the elevator. He lives with his mom, of course, um, and they kind of like have a conversation. That's basically it. But like him having a conversation with someone is like huge because mm-hmm. he's just a so pleasant lonely conversation. And okay. Yes, a pleasant right. conversation. And so then it shows him like inviting her, her to his like comedy show and then she comes and they go on this date and i and actually didn't see it coming yeah really it romantic. yeah mm. and i literally texted my roommate who had seen it and i go how could the joker get a date I right can't. right more so i was just like this is really unrealistic <laughs> and it's making me mad and then i was like it's when, revealed that it's, it's revealed really imaginary. well yeah mm-hmm. okay and like I probably should have seen it coming, but that reveal made it good to me. And probably because you saw it coming made it less good for you, you know? <laughs> because I was going to be really annoyed yeah. if they gave him that because I was like, there's no reason. Right. Well, I thought the only reason would be to something semi-pleasant to get right. us through. So I was like, sure. okay, maybe that's the element no, that they're going it's for. Just it's just tragic. just tragic. So I think... If if we boil the thesis of the film down to this is what happens when the most at risk and marginalized people in our society are left to the wayside, yeah. then I can live with that. Yes. But my fear is that that's not what a lot of people walked out with. Because when I was in the theater, there was a group of guys down the aisle from me and they were laughing at moments that made me sick. Ooh. Like the person he works with when he can't get out of the apartment, when that height gag is used, Ugh. made me sick. Yeah. And they were laughing. Ugh. And I was like, I hope that people are smart enough to know that at this point, we're not supposed to be Team Joker. No. We're not supposed to be on his side. No. This is supposed to be a warning story, not yeah. a hero journey. Yes, that's so true. It was, it, it was too haunting and realistic to be, like, effective. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, it was like, this is a really sad story, and like like you said, like, this is what happens when people are marginalized and and mentally ill and all this stuff mm-hmm. but it's the joker so then you're like right he's supposed to be a villain oh, so and you're supposed people to... are forgetting that he's the villain yes because like in dark knight it's just dark enough where you're, you're you're affected by it and you're kind of messed up by it but you can also kind of like laugh at it and you like mm-hmm. I, I love that character mm-hmm. weirdly yeah but this is like no this is not that yeah and again credit to joaquin's great performance yeah. i loved the colors i loved uh, most of the music selections i the staircase scene did what not work hell? for me yeah <laughs> and then where it transitions back into that great score yeah it's just jarring yes um i think i think it was pretty heavy-handed i think todd phillips doesn't have a ton of nuance and i more prefer a script that trusts its audience 
And I thought the most heavy-handed scene was when um, Bruce Wayne's parents are killed. Because we've seen that done a thousand times. It left, like, everything else was done in kind of a way, like, unboxing the story yeah that was done in the way we've seen in every other batman film ever agreed so yeah this the man who wrote the hangover didn't really change my mind on this film (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know if that's gonna you know hurt me professionally one day but todd phillips i'm sorry and like if it's supposed to be realistic like the part that i didn't like was when he goes on the talk show and i'm like you wouldn't search him for a fucking gun like he's a psycho like of course you would have like and then he shoots De Niro, and i'm like okay like this could have been interesting but it wasn't yeah that would bother me because i'm big into like finding loopholes in the plot Mm -hmm. yeah anyone who knows me like I'm like, be realistic like, uh-uh. or be fantastical. Like, choose a lane. Unless it's True. set up in a yeah. narrative where rules are out the window. Sure. Yeah. Which like, this right. sort of could be because he's an okay. unreliable narrator. Right. Uh-huh. And I liked that aspect of it. Like, I liked, bless you. Thank you. The unreliable narrator element with the relationship with the neighbor, with when he imagines that he's on the talk show and De Niro treats him like a son. Yeah, that was the, one of the saddest things And we don't know if his seen. mother was on his side or not. We don't yeah. know if she was crazy or not. Like, I liked those elements yeah. of it. And that was much more interesting to me than, (laughs) again, if we're talking about unrealistic, they should have searched him for a gun. Three Wall Street guys on the subway would not know Sondheim lyrics. And that's that. Exactly. <laughs> they wouldn't know Sondheim lyrics. And you're in Gotham City. You you said Wall Street. Like, can you come up with a different name that kind of sounds like Wall Street? Correct. Because then I was like, okay, then that's mm. too realistic because we right, know what Wall Street guys are. And, and you can yeah. tell they, they're shooting it in New York. Yes. It didn't feel like in the Dark Knight, you know that that's it's That's the thing is, is I love about the Dark Knight is you literally- It's its own little- Create its own city. Yeah. That was it has the its own atmosphere. Mm-hmm. This just felt like when New York got really bad in the 70s. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I think that's- it's, The brilliance of the Dark Knight is that it's a superhero movie, but- it's really psychological and really right. interesting. Like Whereas, the scene on the boat when the yeah yes yeah they're more like morality right issues and this was not that. This and one's this like was the like most controversial and usually if something's controversial I'm usually like I'm not gonna like it yeah just because it's like if it's that divisive I'm usually right. like well and this was be, the opposite it, it was like yeah. a psychological thriller that was also a superhero movie right. and that didn't work for me mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting it's funny because you guys talking about some of the specific scenes makes me like more paranoid to watch that than parasite now mm. which is interesting because i never yeah. yeah joker's way more haunting right yeah. In upsetting. I, it's, yeah it's upsetting it's like it makes you sick yeah it's probably the last one i'll watch right i still yeah. want to try to see them all before sunday so well and he has this like that but that might be the one if one gets kind of yeah. swept under the rug for me just yeah, because if this fine. you two aren't the only one to have that reaction, like i was texting with my mom know? she was like yeah it's a no for me for joker i was like yeah oh, you yeah. don't need to see it um nope. But so a final thought is that he um, has this laughter disease. So that's like the Joker thing. So it's like when he's uncomfortable, he laughs and it's like he just it's goes on forever and you're just and that's one of the upsetting parts of it right and so afterwards i was like i need to watch something pleasant so i turned on the office and then michael scott was laughing and i was like all creeped out like triggered <laughs> i was like joker ruined yes. laughter for me this yeah. is horrible great great so right because even in the original batman film like that's how he kills people by using that gas where like, yeah. when they're found dead they smell mm-hmm. but that's not to the point like they do it in a way where it's better word but like cartoonish enough yeah. in a human film where it's not oh yeah plus i also feel like we're at a point in society where like we really have to be careful how we portray these movies Mm -hmm. yeah and to your point the framing of it because we shouldn't be like looking up to people who are exhibiting bad behaviors yeah and unfortunately like there are people in the world who don't 
or aren't going to get that. And they're going to emulate the Joker. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They're going to identify with the Joker. Yeah. Not trying to make this controversial. And you can almost edit this part out. But that's just a thought I had. We love to get controversial on monologue. That's exactly how I felt about it. I was like, we don't need to be propping up stories like this. Just because it's so relevant now. And we're actually finally taking. every day. And people are taking good stances on it. Like, we can't start to discredit that work, you know? No, yeah. But think about the arguments of school shooters. It's they see something that they that's like broadcasted and they're like i want to be that Mm -hmm. so it's like Mm -hmm. is it worth yeah unfortunately i had the same takeaway yeah like i I don't need that kind of story when we've already lived it time and time again right it's like if you if you get the message that you need to reach out to people that are you know have mental issues and and, yeah then Mm -hmm. great but is that worth it to also have another message that Mm -hmm. people got yeah so Interesting. Oh, end on a bummer, but <laughs> I know I feel sad even thinking about how I felt. There's one more for Best Picture, you guys. Oh. Ford versus Ferrari. Oh right, of course. Oh, Thanksgiving it... for dads. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> My dad's birthday is over Thanksgiving. We went as a family. Is that it for it was Best great. Picture? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I know. Hmm. <laughs> Look at that. Hmm. Yeah. I again. I think I said not a movie made for me, but I liked it. I was pretty surprised that it snuck its way into yeah. Best Picture. Yeah. And especially because I don't know if it's just the people like my circles, but mm-hmm. I didn't hear much buzz about it. But I understand how it has so many elements that the Academy loves. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just kind of mm-hmm. like a great American film. Yeah it's, yeah. it's just by the numbers. It's this year's kind of like first man or. Yes. Um, I don't know. Or like not another space one, but Apollo 13. Right. Or, right. Like. like yeah. yeah. Fun fact about Apollo yeah. 13. Do you know, like, they actually didn't fight in the, the ship? No. They The director added that just to make it more, like, thematic and, like, oh. cinematic. Oh. But the scene when Kevin Bacon is like, I was only doing what I was told. And Tommy's like, we're not fighting. That They were like, the real astronauts were like, that didn't happen. <laughs> well, we good were a for team. them. Yeah. yeah. They had a more peaceful time. So, anyway, exactly. sorry. Who no, said Apollo 13? Yeah, like Ford versus yeah. Ferrari. Yeah. Like, good for them. I. I guess I was relieved that neither Christian Bale nor Matt Damon walked away with nominations because yeah. those are, I mean, especially Christian Bale, they love to toss him a nomination every now and then. Yeah. yeah. Um, and was actually they're two British great actors. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're great. And we love seeing, you know, right. An American moment <laughs> with American a wife moment. who could have been played by any of Natalie Walker's great, yes, great, you know, videos. Right. But, um, yeah, yeah, I don't have a ton to say about that. No, I don't either. Yeah, let's just move on to what we were surprised about because that was one I was surprised as well mm-hmm. that it snuck into mm-hmm. the film. Yeah, what what did we think got snubbed? What were kind of our biggest disappointments? I could be in the minority, and maybe it's just because I'm really into this because I've seen it recently. Mm-hmm. I think Bombshell should have at least been nominated for Best Picture. Do I think oh, it should have? No, it wasn't. No, they just got lead actor and supporting or actor. lead actress and supporting Whoa. actress. I mean, mm-hmm. do I think it would have won? No, it would have been like eighth. But yeah, I think no. It- tell me more about that because I was conflicted about Bombshell because. The subject matter is relevant, but these women also worked happily and actively for a network that, you know, yeah. isn't putting out a great message. It's, I mean, it, the thing is that Gretchen the... Carlson is not, like, what I respect about what she did is she really sparked the movement because this was even before Weinstein. Mm-hmm. It was, like, right mm-hmm. before. And so that's great, but she's not, like, the heroine I want to root for. Right. I yeah. Exactly. But I did listen to her on Sophia Bush's podcast and it made me like her more. Yeah, tell right. me more about why you loved it, John. I yeah. thought if you take away all of the social commentary and the themes, I think that what it did really well for me was it did what I love in a story where it 
builds and builds and builds and builds and like there's so much conflict not conflict there's so much tension that even just people being in the same area like you just get like who like the scene in the elevator when oh you're my god the you're gonna love parasite like that <laughs> that love that like, wait till parasite. like like literally like there's three women getting in this elevator all three of them are mm-hmm. like they're they know each other they're pretending not to and there's like all this buildup that the writers have done just to really get you to that point mm-hmm. and the acting is done well. And, and I just feel like there's a lot of good story elements take Great. away all of the themes that I think it still was. Now, granted, if you guys have heard, I haven't seen all these films, but it sounds like the plot itself might have been more um, adventurous or exciting than some of the ones that were nominated. So mm-hmm. I think from at least a story perspective, yeah, I thought it like kept me on edge, even though I yeah. knew the story, like I was like, Oh, and I know they probably edited it. There was probably things that were very made to make the movie. But I thought, all in all, like, just the framing of it. I think how they portrayed the characters and, like, the buildup and how each scene. And, yeah, I just thought they did a really good job of pulling the the rug under the the feet for, like, some surprises even for me. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was a really good film yeah take away all the social com- commentary so i thought cool. it should have been thrown best picture yeah i think maybe instead of ford versus ferrari right. or something mm-hmm. like yeah. that mm-hmm. wait so was knives out nominated for best picture it was not but i'd love oh to God. talk about knives yeah, out yeah oh. knives out because that was snubbed oh massively i was yeah. so thrilled that it received best original screenplay because it is the best original screenplay oh, so interesting. of the year. Ryan Johnson is brilliant. Yeah. I saw this movie twice. I will not shut up about this movie. Oh my gosh. It is so good. Did you see it yet? No, it's the one. Oh I know. God. I it's was good. about to see it and then... Ugh. Oh, it's so good. Cool. Yeah. No, it's I so I feel like a broken good. record. Like, I meant to see it, but like, this one I actually really there meant to see. There are so and many then... things perfect about Knives Out, but I think... One of the best things about it is that it has all of these elements that harken back to like old school murders, but it's so present yeah. and it's it's so without even saying any names or anything political, you know exactly what they're talking about. Like it is going to be in the future. I think it's going to solidify itself as such a time capsule of this era yeah. of life because of the way that it's written and i love a script that trusts its audience Mm. and this script does so massively yeah i agree i my only disappointment with with it was it was less ensemble than i wanted it to be Mm. like i i mean i loved the storyline of um what's his face christopher Plummer. yes yeah and the um the maid and everything but i was kind of like Oh, I wanted to spend more time with like with like with like Jane um, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis, Curtis, and like I mean, I always want to spend T- more time Tony with Chris Collette. Evans. Yes. Um, oh, Tony Collette. Oh, oh my I God. love Tony Collette. Every single one of her line readings made me scream. Yes, the first she time was I amazing saw it. because she is such again a master of her craft that she can do so much with like a well timed eyebrow raise. Yes, that it'll send me over the edge. Yes, she was perfect. She was so good. Everyone was great. Everyone was so well cast. And I think what was super cool about the way that they used Chris Evans, it was really subversive. Not to give you any spoilers, I would never want to spoil this movie for anybody. But we know him so well for being so good and so kind that when he offers a helping hand, you are so ready to believe him. Yes. And I just, oh my gosh, I loved everything about this movie. It was great. And I'll just say, because you'll know in this one, the fake knife 
Yes! That was amazing. Yes! <laughs> and it's it's a it's a line that's kind of a throwaway line. Yes. And upon second yeah, that's a great movie to rewatch as well. Yeah, I need to that watch was it again. A great rewatch for me. Yeah. I um, think because it started with all those interviews, right? Mm-hmm. And then it just went to the and then I was like and it did go back, obviously, because it went back to that night and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was picturing more of a like dysfunctional a family than a than a, like a backwards who done it sure. kind of thing you know so I, it was kind of not what i was expecting yeah because but it was the dysfunctional still family elements are maybe the strongest part of the film exactly yeah, yeah. but um, they're the most fun to watch by far yeah it yeah. was it was great so yeah. i was i was surprised that that didn't get nominated for best picture everything about uh, the way that it kind of exploded is really exciting because it's just an original film in 2019 that did great at the box office which yeah. is becoming more and more rare yes so, i love that yeah testament to ryan johnson for writing and directing something that is just again it, technically great as well like yeah. the colors and the set design yeah. and the cost like everything from top to bottom it's the most fun i had at the movies all it was year. great yes yeah. i love that loved it yeah what else was surprised over christmas break that's a good like Christmas mm. oh yeah i, I saw not really december too so we have yeah. no excuse yeah it was one, one of my, my snubs for the year yeah was um the last black man in san francisco i don't know if yeah i heard great that. things about that i didn't oh, see it though my goodness so it affected me so much i saw it at the Belcourt, kind of on a whim it's on amazon now it's it's free on amazon mm-hmm. if you have amazon prime oh, great. um would have loved to see that gain momentum kind of in the way of a small picture like like moonlight dead yeah but it was beautiful it had one of the most arresting openings of the year like some of my favorite cinematography of the year and it was a debut feature like it was a writing and directing debut if there were any justice in the world jonathan majors would be nominated and would be winning for best supporting actor his performance was such a standout to me from this year and it won a few indie awards but i think it it would have done great to have gained some more momentum it was one of my favorites of the year yeah i know i also wanted to talk we can talk you know other snubs and just other movies that we love that didn't get nominated too yeah do you have any other snubs i liked uncut gems i think adam sandler got snubbed yeah adam sandler absolutely got snubbed yeah that was an interesting movie i was like i went into it being told it was like very like Ooh, yeah tense. really anxiety yeah, and it was but not to the point like i went in and was like oh my gosh am i gonna have to like walk out and it still had that i mean the scene when they, they couldn't open the damn door i oh, was yeah. like oh my god someone it, open but... up this door like oh you haven't please. seen it i haven't seen oh, it oh sorry oh, no no, gonna... no i may not see it it's okay fine. cool yeah, yeah. i just thought it was really i don't know i, I really liked it i did too yeah, yeah. And, i mean i don't know if it deserved to be nominated for best picture but i think adam sandler at least should have gotten best lead mm-hmm. yeah i thought I mean, they would yeah. get more in terms of originality it's it's very different from a lot of the other film making that's happening right, right now and it, it is very anxiety like i left and i was like oh my gosh i need a shoulder massage because of the way that i was like <sighs> yeah. physically holding my body the whole time that's fun though i like to be stressed out oh movie. yeah the, it's a good like stress yeah. yeah 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 i didn't i mean i don't love the way that it was shot in terms of the cinematography and like the graininess of it but because i just don't it love is like grainy. a muddy yeah, yeah like, it was very but, muddy and like oily but they did <laughs> i think they did it on purpose because it supplements like the the franticness and the stress of the story yeah so i know that that's kind of a safety brothers like yeah. that's, it looks that's like a rap vibe. music video okay. yeah and yeah. like yeah. the weekend is in this movie a lot a lot yeah. he's yeah. like yeah. he's like kind of a plot point okay and look yeah. stanfield is in two of the best movies this year he's in uncut gems he's in well, the weekend's out. hair could cut some gems yeah. 
<laughs> but what was weirdest for me about Uncut Gems was the fact that the climax climax takes place at Mohegan Sun yes. in Connecticut, which is a place that I went to on field trips <laughs> and also where I saw my first concert, which was the Jonas Brothers. Yes. So I'm seeing these characters like try not to get murdered and like with bags of money and I'm spinning because I'm in a theater in Nashville by myself and I'm like, it's <laughs> Mohegan Sun. It's Mohegan Sun. Like everyone's like, what's wrong with that? I was like, I was spiraling and that just really sent me so yeah i agree uncut gems i like it was it was great i will never watch it again did i enjoy watching it no that's all that's exactly (laughs) what a lot of people say like i'll never watch it again one of the best movies i've seen in a while yeah for sure right yeah i this is a smaller one but this was an interesting point i saw someone post about that Beyonce's Spirit didn't get nominated for best. Yeah, that was song, a surprise. Which is insane because that's the, the only good thing King? about the Lion King remake. Oh yeah, 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 because it was oh, yeah. abysmal. But it was not good. Someone said like o- Oscars only recognize black struggle, not their triumph. Mm. And I was like, shit, which is true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, absolutely. It's always a movie about overcoming something and mm-hmm. not just about like oh she's right. a lion <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so i was bummed about that was also surprised that frozen 2 didn't i was about to say that a best original especially I, s- I saw it It didn't get I best didn't original song it didn't get no best it didn't animated. it got best original oh. song. it didn't get best animated feature oh weird which i haven't seen story four did no i haven't seen frozen 2 but i'm based on people's reactions i'm inclined to think frozen 2 deserved it more than toy story 4 i loved frozen 2 yeah i may I have even it. liked it better than the first i've heard one. that again too from a lot of people which yeah. i know is a hot take i loved frozen 2 yeah it was super weird and kind of, and dark. Kind of dark right yeah, yeah and I, I loved it i loved it so much yeah, yeah. i need to see it did they great. set it up to, don't spoil anything did it set it up to make a third one Mm-mm. okay no i think they'll probably stop there but <sighs> did good. either of you see ad astra no. no, I don't. Or as do, I'd like to call it, I don't do space. Brad Astra. <laughs> because Brad Pitt, he's had a great year. Would have loved to see a little bit more love for Ad Astra. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. It affected me in the same way that, um, not on the same scope, but it affected me in the same way that Arrival affected me, which, yeah. And it's, it's, I love, yeah, yeah, fill me back up. We're talking about Arrival. Yeah, if I'm mentioning I Amy Adams, more. I need some You get yours some first. Class. I feel like I've taken a lot of it. But Thank you. I love a sci-fi film that is actually more about the human condition than anything else. I think that's one of my favorite things about the sci-fi genre. Cerebral. Oh my gosh. This movie was lovely. It was about the father-son dynamic between Brad Pitt and Tommy Lee Jones. Mm. And... One of just my favorite small details about it is that moon travel, like traveling to the moon in this mysterious future has been trivialized to the point where it's like getting off of an airplane or getting off of a subway station because they arrive to the moon and there's like a subway and like a (laughs) T-Mobile and like it's it's bizarre and it just like a turnip truck. Yeah. It's like I wish (laughs) it's and it's it's a very sparse script, which is another thing that I love. Like I love a very minimalist script. Yeah. And the cinematography was gorgeous. I think it only got nominated for sound design but that's okay because <laughs> the sound design was one of the best things about it yeah. <laughs> like they use silence really really well in this Ooh. film very effectively um i loved ad astra would have loved to have seen it get a little more yeah get a little more love did y'all see hustlers oh yeah that was on my snub list yeah as well. i'm J-Lo. like trying to picture my notebook i right love jaylo yeah oh my gosh hustlers was fantastic so good Gosh, yeah. I'm so behind. So yeah, good. Hustlers, I thought J-Lo was snubbed. I thought maybe that director was snubbed yeah. as well because yeah. that would have been a different movie in the hands of a different director. Yes, agreed. And it was cool because I saw it with um, 
a guy and a girl. So mm-hmm. we had like really interesting conversations afterwards because mm-hmm. we were like, because basically these like um, strippers take advantage of men. <laughs> like they like drug them. They come up with this drug. They oh, run wow. a scam. Yeah. yeah. And they they basically like make them spend all their money on them and they steal their credit cards and all this stuff. Oh, wow. And okay. I'm like. I don't feel bad for those men at all. Right. It was, it was structured I know I should in the same way. A Did you like the big short? I've never seen it. Oh, okay. I'm that's so okay. Behind. Big short's great. No, but you like, you you know, Vice, like that Adam McKay kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Like oh, it okay. felt in the same realm as that. It and did. I, at the end, I was like, I turned to the person I was with. Again, I knew this person next to me. And <laughs> I was like, that felt very Adam McKay. And then Adam McKay's name came up as a producer. And I was like, see? I'm like, see? I know no one else in the theater care. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, one of the things I loved about Hustlers, it was such a bait and switch. Like, yeah. I was in a packed theater that expected a fun, whimsical, magic mic type movie. Yeah. And it is not. It is not that. that. Yes. It is it is very emotional. I thought Constance Wu was like the beating heart of the movie. Mm-hmm. The long take where she's walking her daughter into the school and she's still covered in blood. Yes. My goodness. The scene where it's like her dream that um, a car is out of control and she's trying to get to the yes. front seat to stop it. And I'm like, that's not a dream that I have, but it could be like a recurring yes. anxiety dream. And it was like so. Oh, oh so yeah. Good. No, I thought Hustlers was great. And I but I was in the theater of people who did not see the movie. They were yeah which i'm so glad yeah like oh my gosh it was yeah i I thought you were coming to see burlesque exactly (laughs) no no i i really loved hustlers um oh another massive snub aquafina i was about to say absolutely should have been nominated i need to see the the farewell Farewell. but i can already tell you that she should have been oh my goodness i love her the farewell was phenomenal yeah, it should have been nominated for screenplay it should have been i th- oh is that the, oh i know exactly which one you're talking about yeah. i saw the preview for it oh yeah i thought the woman who played the grandmother in her yes. acting debut should have earned a nomination yes. it's a gorgeous and i i didn't expect it to be, i knew it was going to make me cry which it did but i didn't think it was going to be as funny as it was yeah and it was just lovely i think that might be on amazon that needs to be my next movie. i gotta do oh it's great my yeah. list is Lulu like Wang. longer than the heavens yes. right now longer than the heavens longer than the heavens and i, I know just... what your number one snub is <laughs> moment of silence for book smart yeah. let's i don't want to get this carpet wrecked but pour one out for book smart right if just you can. figuratively pour one out yes. like i knew obviously it wasn't gonna get best picture or director even though i could argue it should i mean director absolutely yeah literally but that's I'm, another movie where it would have been a different film in the hands of a different director exactly yes like when people say did little women direct itself yes yeah. oh obviously i mean it goes without saying greta absolutely snubbed from the director category yes yeah oh, why yeah. we talked about that's that that's insane yeah. yeah that's insane but yeah i was hoping Booksmart would maybe get screenplay but i love fine. what's your name uh beanie beanie <laughs> you and beanie I, would be buds. i think what is she saying when she's like you, it doesn't work like that. Ladybird's like, it doesn't work like that. And she's like, I think it does. I don't does. know if you're right about that. I don't know if right about that. I don't that. know if that's true. I think I got an A minus. Teacher's like, you got an A. She's like, okay. Like, oh, I just love her character. Are you, yes. guys, are you guys following me? Can I get a yes? Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. I know. I I mean, I love, I love Ladybird for so many freaking reasons and we don't even need to like. Yeah, yeah let's just but do like, a separate, tune into our separate episode on Ladybird that I'm creating and inviting exactly. myself to. Stuff. Thank you. But I, I feel such a combination of those two characters characters like that's why it was so good because you can just relate to both of those things <laughs> when johnny and i saw it at the point where you know she falls for the long-haired instrumentalist yes. played by timothy chalamet <laughs> with great bone structure mm-hmm. the johnny and patrick's on the other side of me they both just turned to me like this yeah i was like i know i know i know oh when he came on screen and little women my mom like nudged me i was I like i know clapping stop. and no one in the bell court joined in <laughs> and 
Sarah and Miranda told me to stop. But, you know. Yeah, I went with my sister and my cousin and my mom and my aunt. And my aunt nudged my cousin <laughs> and my mom nudged me. And we're like, stop yes. it. You're being so embarrassing. Stop it. Yeah. I know it's my boyfriend. I know it's fine. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, if nothing else, too. I know we're going backtracking. No. Nope. But I just thought of that scene when Beth, who's oh, Beth. Beth March, love her. Oh, yes. Yeah, she when she's out. playing the piano and the neighbor comes by uh, and like is watching. And he's uh, sitting on the staircase. That's yes, cinematic and he's like going like this genius. Oh, oh, it's it's so brutal. Uh, and and for that to mirror the moment when yes. he doesn't want to go in the house because it doesn't feel right without her, like such a simple sentiment <sighs> can Beth ring March. so true. Man. Did y'all see Sharp Objects? No. Yes, yes, because Eliza Scanlon. <laughs> like the most opposite role that Beth oh, plays. Yeah. I thought she should I thought she was new, but she plays a psychotic teenager. It's, she, yeah, she's yeah. Amy Adams' younger sister. Okay. Yeah. Bob Jackson. I want to read I, the book first before. Oh, if what anyone's an actress. Like, listening to this, they're like, does this boy do anything except talk about what he wants to read and watch? <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> um, do these girls do anything but watch movies? They and, each other yeah, out. It's a great and match. Be on Twitter. As my mother said, Mary, do you still live in the real world sometimes? Right. Do you like, you know, Take a peek out there sometimes? No. no. Why, why do that? Why would but I? Yeah, Eliza Scanlon, the range that this girl has yeah, to go wow. from from sharp objects to little women yeah. is remarkable. Because I thought she, the whole reason the sharp objects lands is because of her. Oh, like, yeah. My goodness. And, I mean, another Amy Adams snub, but mm. we could go on Amy Adams snubs for oh, yeah. hours. Oh, I mean, again, that's mm-hmm. the third episode I'm creating. I will stand behind. <laughs> exactly. I will stand behind. I think the year... That great film. I'm not knocking it. 12 Years of Slam, incredible. Lupita, incredible. Oh, yeah. I wish American Hustler just got a little more love. Because oh, that, yeah. I didn't like American that movie for me is like. He loved American Hustler. I saw it like, like I don't know <laughs> why. I was like obsessed with it. I don't think yeah. I got it, though. I think I, it went over my head. So good it's, for you yeah. for getting it. It's it's not as great as Silver Linings Playbook. It's no. not David oh. O. Russell's best work. Which is my favorite right. Christmas movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just it, kidding. It is but a Christmas It is a Christmas movie, <laughs> if anyone was curious. <laughs> I stand by that. Yeah. I do love Silver Linings, too. Oh, so many uh, good films. Yeah, so. no, Amy Adams could have to freaking wrestle a bear like Leo exactly. to get an Oscar. Right. What's th- a girl got to do? I know. I mean, Enchanted. What's a girl got to do? Enchanted. I loved her in Enchanted. Oh, I know. Yeah, she Great. absolutely should have you know. won her first Easy Oscar for that movie, and yeah. I believe that unironically. <laughs> I agree. Actually, like, I kind of agree, too. Yeah. Another yeah. James Marsden. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Full circle. Wow. Yeah, even what try. a guy. I'm trying yeah. to think of any other I know, snubs that... What are your overall thoughts? Because okay, so I'm, sorry, I'm like shouting <laughs> on the on thoughts. this like this this year's picks. Because I remember 2018, oh, so we were better. hype. 2018, we were hype because I loved right. Call by Your Name. Yeah, Three oh, Billboards. That was a Lady great Ladybird. Um, last year sucked. Last year, thumbs down. Tragic. Tragic. No, I'm not trying to be. But just, yeah, a couple yeah, years like, ago I was. Re- fantastic how did, it was yeah. the best like year in a while this year for me is like in the middle I'm and yet shape of water still won yeah this year for me is very good i okay. found myself like at yeah. one point someone said you've said that sentence so many times because i kept <laughs> saying this has been a great year for film <laughs> like, it really has it wasn't yeah. it was almost for me it was almost of the threshold of that year of like yeah mm-hmm. calling by your name like that and was also, a great year 2016 was With a really great Lala year. Lala Moonlight. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Actually, I think that one. In figures. Be my, yeah. Yeah, that was a. Oh, Lion. Actually, that, one that was, was my a favorite. Ryan. Yeah, I don't yes. know why I defaulted to the. But guys, this is the first year I've seen every Best Picture nom. Yeah. Yeah. Like the past two years, I've done all but one. This is the first year I'm very behind. You're really behind. I know, you know. Get out. Why did we invite you? <sighs> I know. I'm That's just kidding. Right. No, you've had great points for things that you could talk about. I'm sorry. Yeah, We're absolutely. just like <laughs> talking all over you, but. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. Oh, I would have loved to see. 
at one point I was like, if we're going to make all the best director nominees men, can't one of them at least be Taika Waititi? Like, yes, I know. Just give me something. Come on. Yeah. I, and again, I'm predisposed to his work and his tone, but I think he is just remarkable. Amazing. Remind me which one that one was. Jojo, Jojo Rabbit. Rabbit. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, did I y'all agree. see? I feel like if you're going to like do, do like give it to give an it indigenous to, filmmaker right. give it to at least someone who, who mixes <laughs> yeah. up the 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 monotony yeah. if you will yeah oh my god I, yeah. I can see that i agree yeah. did y'all see the Issa Rae, um yeah where she goes congratulations to those men yeah congratulations <laughs> to those men yeah that's funny yep. so good yep so savage um this obviously should not have been nominated for anything but i love charlie's angels did y'all oh see my it? gosh i didn't see it even it's though so i'm like a low-key kristen stewart stan i was so proud of her oh yes she I was great want, i love seeing her have fun yes I she was for her. hilarious and it was so funny there's like a, a buzzfeed article about kristen stewart and charlie's angels and everyone's yes. like thirsting over her every again. one of her looks in that film like i was a little shook I'm no i know lie. yeah she's like just like super confident yeah. and like hilarious and it was so fun yeah all eventually and it got like shit on and i was like why it's charlie's angels like it was great for what it was like yes. if there's one person elizabeth I, like, banks directed to learn, like relate to it's it's charlie exactly <laughs> i want to have i want to have three angels it's charlie and his angel who i, I empower to be the, the strong it's the woman titular role it's the titular role <laughs> it's a titular role so we think joaquin will win best actor yes okay so let's oh, yeah, do predictions. predictions and then oh, what great. but what we want to great, great, great. Uh-huh. go around oh gosh and then this is a feat but so for the other reviews we mm-hmm. like graded it like ew reviews i think Fantastic. we should do that for all nine Oscar so it's like nominees. um let's do it like letter yeah. grade yeah letter grade Let's Which go. I gave Booksmart an A minus when I first reviewed it. Oh, now that I've seen it eighteen times, it needs to it's an be a, an a. I bet. Yeah. yeah, I think I've been afraid to give things A pluses, and I twenty twenty is the year where I'm like, this is an A plus. This is a perfect. Like yeah. I want to give Lady Bird an A. No, it's an A plus. Yes. Like, why would like what else? What else is an A plus? You're on Letterboxd, right? No, I. That's a. Yeah, it's like site. the movie review site. Yeah. No, I. In no, my brain, I just, if I give it five stars on Letterboxd, that's an A+. plus. Yes, yeah. But I've gotten, like you said, much more generous with my five stars Yeah, lately. I'm like, <laughs> let's just, like, be positive about this. It makes this. sense, though. I'm like, let's celebrate. I'm like now I'm logging on there, like, and I'm like, know? High yeah. School Musical 3, five stars. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> the spinning chamber in High School Musical 3 made the Even spinning chamber in Inception happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's a really funny point, which is kind of true. I watched yeah. all three of those on Disney+. Plus. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so fun uh, okay so how categorically take us away okay so let's i i, I listed like the most important like we're not gonna do sound editing so no, basically no. we're well, just gonna do like I'm out of that here. <laughs> yeah okay. we're gonna do like top 10 or whatever Great. and we'll start from the bottom so we'll end with best picture yeah fantastic okay, okay. perfect um original screenplay I think Knives Out will win, maybe. Oh my gosh, that would be which such would a be great fun surprise. And I want Knives Out or Parasite. Yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna be Parasite. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. Yeah, would love Knives Out. I'm worried that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood could take it yeah. because the Academy does love a Tarantino every now and right. then. I feel like they have to throw them something. So mm-hmm. if like that, yeah, throw, if it's to yeah, throw it's them that the and one. not give them right. Best Picture and Director, yep. I'm happy. Yep, me too. Yeah. So would love Parasite. I think Knives Out would be a great upset, but. Um, I think Once Upon a Time Hollywood could sneak it away. Yeah. You on the same page? Same I haven't seen any of them, so I agree with <laughs> default to you guys. Well, I've seen, 19, I've seen 1917, but I think that's going to win other things. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think script is its strongest category right. yes. by any means. Mary, do you want to do adapted screenplay? Mm, okay, so I do think based off of the recent 
Writers Guild Awards mm-hmm. and the BAFTAs that it is going to be Jojo Rabbit. Oh, good. Um, would be so excited for Taika. Um, and again, Little Women would be great as well. I think it's yeah. their head to head at this point. OK, good. I'll be happy with both. Yeah. I said I thought maybe The Irishman just because I don't think it's going to get anything else. Yeah. Um, I know. It, that and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, or, originally they were kind of the two dominating the conversation. Yeah. yeah. And both have really lost I'm steam. I'm so glad. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, yep, let's see them we, go. They're not the movie for the moment. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, supporting actress. It's going to be Lorder. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think it should be. Yeah. I want it to be Lorder and I haven't even seen it. Of course. And that's, that says a lot because I <laughs> love girl. all four. Five of these actresses. Yeah. Wouldn't it be it's upset stacked. with ScarJo? I know. If uh, because I loved her in JoJo, it's yeah. Again, my favorite role. Yeah, that she's ever played. She has such a warmth. I think Florence. This is set up to like kind of Emma Rob. Emma. Um, yes, Emma. Like Robert she's not going to get mm-hmm. it this year, but like in two years she's going to be winning. That was lead. such a fun surprise. You know? That was a fun surprise, <laughs> not a snub, but like a fun surprise. Yeah, the nominations day that Florence Pugh yes. snuck her way in. Yes, yeah. Because again, she's the, incredible. I mean, to your point, amazing. we loved Amy. Yeah. Yes, that's. A, I'm glad yes. you brought that up because that's. I you, you watch the you watch the musical and it of course it depends on the actress who's playing. You know, there's right, many totally. more. There's a lot Factors. more variables, but like you just do not like Amy in the musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's never written this sympathetically. Right, but like, yeah. I and she was still in like this. annoying in it, but like yes. you right. still loved her. But I as mean, a middle that... child, I was like, again, representation right. matters. Representation yeah. <laughs> matters. She's with like, kids. when she's like, I've been second to my big sister my whole life. That's another part like, that I cry. When he's like, he's like, you know why? And she's like, no, you can't say that to me. And I'm like, yes. When she, when he says that he loves her and she's like, stop being so cruel to me. Yeah. The fact that that was her reaction. Oh my God. Yeah, right. She's okay. like, stop being, we're not going to go mean. on a tangent, but like, we'd be thrilled. Yeah. Best sporting actress is great. We'd be yeah. happy with anything, yes. but it's probably, we love it's Lorder. Be Laura. Yeah. But oh we my love God. Lorder. I cannot wait for her to win it. Oh, oh yeah. Her first she, Oscar. I was about to say, okay. yeah, she has one, Oscar. then I want her to win. Mm-hmm. Cause Florence has, has time. Yes, exactly. Not that Laura Dern's like dying, but no, I, we all know what you mean. Yeah. Um, supporting actor, I said Brad Brad. Yep. What it's I gonna want, be our boy. What I think. I it's, seen. it's the Brad Renaissance. Yeah. So Brad Astra. I Brad agree Astra. With you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be him and I'll be happy when it's him. I do. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Joe Pesci would be an upset but wouldn't hate it. Pacino yeah. would be Pacino's nominated, right? Oh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. He was fantastic as well. He was the funniest part of the Irishman. Yeah. I laughed quite a bit at some of his lines, but definitely. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it'll go to Brad Baby. Yeah. Again, I think I blacked out on the Irishman. I don't remember. <laughs> you woke up seven hours later. And it, it was, was just like staring at a blank wall. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, lead actor, Joaquin. It's going to be Joaquin. Yeah. And I'm going to be upset. And Wait, my knives my knives will be out on behalf of Adam Driver. Oh, yes. Okay. Lead actor. That's interesting. Oh my I, feel like I mean, I do think I hate, oh. he deserves it. I think he was incredible, but. Also, I think Joaquin's so weird. I don't think he had to try very hard. Right. This is going to be controversial, but I just feel like the unpopular, it sets the precedent that if you play the Joker, you win. Mm. I think the Academy is going to do that thing that they do sometimes yeah. where it's a, it's a combination of all the roles that he deserved. Yes. And yeah. they're like, here you go. And right. if that's the case, okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because her, her is ugh. so, so wonderful. The master, mm-hmm. again, like walking i mean walk the line walk he's the line. he's great walk the line uh, walking the line yeah like he's he's fantastic yeah and so he does deserve to have an oscar in his repertoire and it'll bum me out that this reese won that year did walking yeah. not correct okay yeah 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 but yeah i can't i mean based on what you've said i agree with that yeah. and again i've only seen 
none of those. So. Yeah. All right. Best director and best picture. Wait, what about oh, wait. Best, best actress. actress. Oh, I'm so sorry. So we didn't even talk about Judy, but. I have not passed the back to Like Renee Zellweger. Yeah. She, she's on track to oh, win. Yeah. And I think she will. Did you I, like Judy? I love her. I love yeah. Judy. Like I am, I am such a Judy Garland girl. The Wizard of Oz is still my favorite movie. Yeah. And this was such an interesting unpacking of like a lot of the things that we know about her yeah so oh snub justice for taryn taryn edgerton in rocket man my and, gosh and, i didn't whoa, love rocket man whoa I, break no, this down i really for me. liked rocket man i really did i didn't but loved i loved rocket man i don't think he i don't think he knocked out of the park <gasps> yeah yeah that's just my thought first of though. all there's a scene where he's literally knocking a baseball out of the park <laughs> that's second true second of all if we're gonna give the oscar last year to rami for lip syncing an iconic role Perhaps we should consider Taryn. I know, but I think Rami I mean, acted it better, even I, though oof. I think Bohemian Rhapsody was shit. Like, I, I think I, I like Rocket Man way better as a film. I did too. And I love but, Rami. I think he's yeah. phenomenal. And he was one of the few bright spots for me in Bohemian Rhapsody. But oh my gosh, I loved Taryn. And I loved the way that Rocket Man was shot as a musical, not a biopic. Yes. Oof. Interesting. No, I really oh. liked Rocket Man, but. He- and I thought he did a good job. It's too melodramatic just... for me, but you know me. Like I'm not <laughs> any film that's set up like. Th- I mean, if you oh, like those films, it's, yeah. But like for me, I'm like. Oh, another oh, great no. movie that, of course, no. it's like Charlie's Angels category. Uh, yesterday, did y'all yes! see that? So cute. Oh, yeah. I really liked yeah. Yesterday. I was really opposed to it. And I thought the I was like the plot's stupid and all that stuff. And my mom was just like, just like she really wanted me to watch it. And mm-hmm. She was like, you'll enjoy it. And then like I really liked it. It was so good. Hey, dude. Yeah. Hey, dude. I know. And freaking Kate McKinnon. I walked I out of that. Kate. And I was like, you're just going to toss in the fact that this blip caused Harry Potter to not exist as well. And right. we're just going to, that could have been its own movie. I know. The fact that Ooh. someone was like, what's Harry Potter? And I was like, oh my God. Right. Oh my God. The world would be but a different when, place without Harry when Potter. Kate McKinnon's like, welcome to my beach shack. <laughs> just, yeah. Kate McKinnon was acting in a totally she's different film. <laughs> she can just do no wrong. She's my favorite. She's like, I'm just going to roll up and be yeah. myself. As, like, oh, but the best line that I, my whole family watched it and we just had to rewind it. She goes, he plays the one song that he did write. And she goes, yes. Um, I hated it, <laughs> yeah. but I didn't care enough about it to go back and figure out figure why. why. <laughs> I think that's one of the best lines yes, ever. Yes, and I loved the lead actor in that film. I hope his career explodes. He I know. Was, he was, he great. was great. His voice oh. was great. Oh, and I yeah. love... Lily, yes, Lily, Lily James in that. Lily film. Oh, I love Lily, Lily James oh. in general. Oh. Team Lily James. I'm such a fan of her. Yeah, yeah it was it was a perfect Waterloo. like Sunday afternoon rainy day. Yes. And we ordered a pizza. Like I had a great time. And it was with so pure movie. too. Yeah. Like they like almost, and they're like, no, we love each other. And too it made me forget and... like how many great songs there are by the Beatles. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah it was, was that was yeah, my, that's here too. That right. was my issue with Rocket Man. Is anyone who's a huge Elton John fan like me? Same. Wishes they had. I get like they had to make the film. Yeah, you fit, love Elton. I but like, I wish they had done them in chronological order of discography. <laughs> chronological order of discography. That was that was a big phrase. Chronological discography. Yes, I wish like that. That was for me. Was like kind of like I was like, oh, this isn't in order. But it made sense for the film. Yeah, I did like it. A it lot. was yeah. I mean, like, it I just loved how much more immersive the songs were than just them like going into a recording studio and being struck by inspiration. Yes. I would yeah. rather watch the way that Rocket Man, the titular sequence, right. was shot with his like fantasy and falling underwater in the yes. Yeah. It was more across the university, which I loved. And like the long take where it's backlit, where he's in the hospital and they like toss him onto the bed and like the way that that was shot, that was like that ripped my heart out. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was great too. Yeah. 
But anyways, Renee will Renee probably will, win. Yes. Yes. But again, same thing. I love all five of these women. Yeah, Cynthia, Judy made me cry when she's Scarlet, talking to her kids Sersha, and, mm-hmm. and the telephone booth. Telephone booth. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It's a great category. But Would have loved to see Aquafina s- in that category once again. Yes. But, yeah. I feel like same. this is like also the right up what voters like to vote for mm-hmm. is a mm-hmm. is a, a great portrayal by a strong actress who portrays a real life totally actress, so. totally yeah totally. which i'm for because i love that type of oh stuff before too. we do best picture and best director and again like there's so many award shows so many award categories do we need more but i kind of wish they had a best ensemble member mm. like i they do at the sag awards yeah okay. yeah parasite mean? took the so top it's like award below the supporting basically so like I oh I was, sorry I thought you meant best cohesive ensemble oh no that's yeah, which I best, love like, but not best supporting, ensemble but member best ensemble. which it could be male and female almost right yeah, just yeah. like like Aquafina and Crazy Rich Asians or something like that mm-hmm. that would be like an ensemble yeah where it's not enough to be supporting yes. but still it stand out of a yeah mm-hmm. that's a fun imagine that's a, right that yeah. fun idea we have a lot of characters over the years who like you're like oh, they're never gonna get supporting because they right. just didn't have enough weight right. time and it's not because their acting wasn't there it's just like. Oh, that's such that's a, a fun point. idea, right? Out like, of book smart, like would that's your, Beanie would Lady be? Bird for Ooh, me. Good yeah. question for ensemble. Uh huh. Because I think it would be it would either be Gigi or Jared for me. Oh, Gigi, a hundred percent. I mean, like I I first thought Jared, but no, Gigi. <laughs> she Silly Lord is incredible. Incredible, and they just wrote her more shit because she was so funny. Exactly. Yeah, I love it. So and she just much. pops up at every party. <laughs> or just... even um. Nathan, what's his name? Uh, Barcelona. Oh, yeah, yes. Barcelona. Oh, my oh, gosh. So good. He just, he's so good. Yes, which I freaked out. So that's his name's Noah Galvin. Noah. Noah Galvin. His oh, he's brother. In Jeremy Hansen. Hansen. He's in Jeremy okay, Hansen. Yeah, yeah. He's a beautiful voice. His brother oh, is yeah. Adrian Galvin, who is Yolklore, and I interviewed him over the phone. So Whoa, I am that's two crazy. degrees from Booksmart, guys. <laughs> yes, you are. You're uh, on your uh, way, you're young lady. There. You're on my way. But that's like what Beanie would have been nominated for, like that exactly. year, Lady Bird, like Best Ensemble, because exactly. she was she added. Which so much I'm really to that glad film. she got a Globe nom. I mean, oh, she did? got that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. She got cool. Yeah. But. But yeah, there's so yeah. many people who come to mind where I'm like, you didn't have quite enough screen time. Yes. I mean, even Kate McKinnon in Bombshell. Like, yeah. Not mm-hmm. worthy enough for supporting. I don't even think she was snubbed. Like she didn't, But like Ensemble, yes, I would have given it yeah, to her. Yeah, Ensemble. She was hilarious. Or like Tony yeah. Collette in Knives Out would yes, be a great person right. in that uh-huh. category. Yeah. Okay. So director. Best director. picture and best director. Director. Would Greta love. Gerwig. <laughs> yeah, best director Greta Gerwig. Olivia Wilde. And yeah, yeah, Olivia Wilde. They're going to accept it together. Yeah. Um, I would love, love, love to see Bong Joon-ho take it. Yeah. I think he could be on track too. Yeah. But He's Sam Mendes yeah. in I was say Sam Mendes. He'll probably. Think, yeah. And I think it's so worth it. I think it's worth, worth it. it. Like, yeah. Just mm-hmm. the one shot take was oh, yeah. incredible. Yeah. It's so Ugh. great. It's and I'm such a sucker for that kind of thing. Yeah. Like yep. Birdman was a great example of that. Yes. And mm. obviously like the opening of La La Land and some of those long takes. <sighs> like whenever that happens, mm-hmm. I just and like the rehearsal and the choreography that goes into it is so next level. Yeah. And so it's really admirable. And I again just love when people are a master of their craft, which yes. is a great example of that. Yeah, I think it's gonna be nineteen seventeen, maybe both, which I'll be happy with. Right. I but do I think would love to see Parasite. I would love to see Parasite in both of those categories. In both. Yeah. yeah. In one I don't think both. we're gonna get a crazy upset beyond mm-hmm. that. No. Um last year like Olivia Coleman was a great surprise. I was I was hoping when she won that they were going to give Best Picture to the favorite. That would have been so I was, great. Because that's always sometimes an indicator. Because if you can see where the upsets are in the actors, actresses, you can tell where the voters 
attention's at. Mm-hmm. So I was like holding on. I was like, please, please, please be the favorite. And then, shh. yeah. But yeah. Oh, it was great. My sorry mom, to interrupt, but yeah. No, I think the only upset that we could see like that might be Sersha over Renee. But I don't. I, I don't, don't think. So. I mean, I love Sersha, but I don't think this was her best performance. And I don't I, think so. And either. I love no. her. Like, I think it was like I, her right. second best. Right. To Lady Bird. <laughs> to <Exactly>. Lady Bird. <laughs> like that's the thing is I feel like it would almost be injustice for her to win it there because then people would be like if you won it here why didn't you win it for oh totally they know? do that yeah. all the time though. yeah i mean yeah, that's that what they true. did with leo for decades at yeah. this point they were yeah, just like we almost, gotta yeah you're right <laughs> we gotta yeah. and we gotta do it we've been we going no back to the option. favorite real quick yes, my mom and my sister saw it together which they didn't really know what it was about and that would be really awkward to see with your mom Nuts. but the best oh, part yeah. was like my mom didn't like it but then she was like you'll love it <laughs> Me. Like what does that mean? <laughs> She's annoyed you, you that perv. she knows you that you love. Like, oh my god! Oh, yeah, so true. So yeah, perfect. yeah. I would just love. I think my favorite upset would be for Parasite to take best picture be because it is the best movie of the year. I like agree. it just yeah. is yeah. in everything that it does and everything that it says. Oof, would I love it. See, I would love it. Too. You haven't seen it. I can see myself wanting to. I, the way you guys described it, it's right on my alley. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the only reason that I think Parasite could potentially pull off a big win is because it won the top award at the SAC Awards. Yeah. Which is a very good indicator. So at this point, like, it's neck and neck with 1917. Where yeah. I think it could okay. actually win over 1917 is the new voting system. So this is, I think, what happened with Shape of Water. Mm. So you know how, like, it used to be before they – when it was, like, five nominees, it was basically, like, who most popular? Mm-hmm. But now they do the ranking – so I think what happened, like, I always go back to the year Shape of Water one, is I don't think any voter put Shape of Water as one. It I just think got what the happened, most neutral votes. Right. I think, oh. like, number one, it was between, like, three billboards or Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. And then, but then, like, everyone consistently did Shape of Water as two or three. Yeah. And so, therefore, like, people who put, like, Lady Bird as one probably put three boards as, like, ten and vice versa. So, like, while those Me. were getting extremes, <laughs> like, the ones are getting, like, in second and third racked up all the points. Oh, So I feel like that could happen with Parasite because I can see a lot of traditional voters being, like, 1917 or Once the Irishman. But yeah. then, like, two mm-hmm. or three, they're, like, Parasite. Parasite. So I think Parasite Gosh, could win. be amazing. It that. could be a real I mean, moonlight moment. I mean, that's a real, like. If anything happens, that's a, at least we're dethroning. Yeah. Shape of Water and Green Book. Truly, right, exactly. we're crowning something new. Exactly. And right. 1917 is not the worst right. Best Picture winner. Shape right. of Water, aka years. Grinding Nemo, did not come up. With yeah, that. yeah. I mean, I didn't. I, I didn't, didn't hate, hate Shape it, of Water, but it was like. Uh, but it was not the Best Picture that year. Come no. on, that was a great year no. for me. It was like the most predictable. I still think Call by Your Name movie I've ever seen. Oh yeah, Call Me by Your Name. Uh, so good. Lady oh. Bird. Come on. Yeah. All right, let's grade all nine. Oh gosh. Oscar great. Okay. Movies. So um. Yeah. Will you pull up the list for I'll, us? I'll read them, and if Perfect. I, I'll start off. So I'll say like Ford Ferrari, NA. Since you I know, what? and I'll it. I'll average them, and I'll get our average scores. Great. Okay. Oscar. Hmm. Grades. Okay. So Ford Ferrari, I get an NA since I haven't seen it. Okay. Maybe like a a B minus. Yeah, I was gonna say a B. A B. Yeah, it's a solid B. Let's give it a B. Yeah, it's not doesn't make me sad at all no <laughs> it's, it's fine yeah <laughs> good for in that in retrospect i gave lion king a b i should have given it a c plus i mean billy eichner really works wonders for me i mean the, yeah the timon and pumbaa really that salvages yeah. that whole mess that whole mess. yeah <laughs> okay uh what we got? joe uh the irish man na um a minus for me I was gonna say B minus. <laughs> I yeah, I I think I liked it a lot more than you did. Yeah. Should we give it a B? Let's give it a B. Yeah. 
What did you, what did you give Ford versus Ferrari again? A B. Okay, cool. Let's go for a B minus and the Irishman a B. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Jojo Rabbit. For me, it's an A plus. I would give it an A. Great. Yeah. An A for me. Perfect. Joker. <laughs> like, I can't rate it. It's just like, like a, I don't even want to think In my about heart, it. like a C. Right. C plus because I, I'm going to go with C plus because technically it's not bad at all. No. Just thematically. And I think I'd give it didn't a, work for me. A B. So let's do B minus. Yeah. Yeah. Little woman. A plus. A I'm plus. I'm going to give it A minus. It's a, it's a, mm-hmm. What? What? <laughs> I mean, it's good, but like it's is not. This thing I, on? I, I like um, I, A plus for me is like once every 10 years I rank it okay, A plus. Okay, like my standards are just very. But not not A, just A minus? No, because I don't think it was still like I don't know. Should we give it solid solid A? Let's I think you give it A because yeah. you two give it. We just we love A. Let's we want to say A plus because we just love it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Marriage Story N A. Okay. Somewhere between B plus and A minus for me. Okay, and I would give it a B minus. Cool. So, so B plus B plus. B+. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so we can round it up to a so, ninety. <laughs> yeah, we'll do B plus. We'll do B plus. I'll do some extra credit. I think it's an A. A. I'll give it A minus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a. No, I I just have really high standards. What, is, what was like, like the Greatest Showman? I mean, an favoritely an A, but like objectively a B B. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's a B movie, yeah. A plus soundtrack. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, like objectively in our a hearts, B, but in, in my heart, heart a plus. Yeah. Yeah. I just right. love. I just love like we're like A A. Johnny's like yeah F. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. Works. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, F. Yeah. <laughs> like call me by your name. Is that like an A? Or is that still an A? That's an A. That's not A plus. Okay, that's A. I think it's an A minus for me. Okay, I can see both sides of the coin. Yeah, it's an A for me. I'm trying to think of an A A plus for me. A minus Ladybird's an A plus for me. A plus is like your (laughs) um like Godfather. Sure. Yeah. My Godfather. It's like it's right. It's like your Godfather. It's like how you think about your Godfather. Right. Like how you think about your favorite uncle. Right. Uh, Once upon a time, think about your dad's best friend, yeah, <laughs> or his other friend, yeah, <laughs> or his other friend, his friend. <laughs> I have no idea what we're even talking about. Anymore. Uh, we have two more left. Great. Once, That's a, it? Once upon a time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. N A B B. Yeah. Oh, oh, when I say N A, means I haven't seen. I hope for oh, the listeners. So. Co- yeah. Well, I like that when means they, I not like when they trust their audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's trust. Let's trust the monologue audience. And finally, Parasite. A plus. A plus. So I have a feeling this could be one I give an A plus to. I think so too because it is that movie, like you said, that comes along once every ten years. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'll read our ranking. Yes. Great. Please do. Parasite. Mm-hmm. Little Women. Mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit. Nineteen Seventeen. All tied. Great. I like that. Then Marriage Story. Mm-hmm. Then Once Upon a. T- what about Once Upon a Story? <laughs> that too. <laughs> once Upon a Time in Hollywood and The Irishman. B. And then Ford versus Ferrari. B minus. That's almost ref- pretty re- reflective of my yeah. ranking. I feel great what about, about Joker? that. Yeah. That's... Oh, and then Joker. Oh, and B minus. So cool. it's it's tied with Ford. I feel like Ferrari. those are very that makes sense. Those breakdowns. It does. Yeah. yeah. And it's not again that Ford versus Ferrari was bad by any means. No, but it's not going Look, to be this... remembered. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So based on your reactions and thoughts, for me, the order I want to watch them in. Yes. Mm, yes. Number one. Well, okay, so only lo- only because logistically it makes the most sense tonight to watch Mirror's Story. Sure. But, right. like, take that away. Like, objectively, I would want to watch Parasite first. Correct. Great. Then I would want to see Knives Out 
Mm, Even before yes. some of these best pictures. Yeah. Good, yeah. Good. We Be- like that. Yes. Then I would do Jojo Rabbit. Fantastic. Yes. And then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And then versus Ferrari and Irishman and yes. Joker. Yeah, but exactly. Honestly, you don't really. I don't chore. see those. Three. Yeah, they're I'm not chore. gonna. I mean, I'm even more tempted to see like I've heard good things about the two popes before. Like I want to see the two popes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I heard so. the like the script was really good. Right. Yeah. yeah, and just great central performances. Yeah. But yeah, so I'll definitely be seeing. Listeners hold me accountable. Parasite. And once upon, me once, Parasite. Once upon a time in Hollywood and Jojo Rabbit before yes. this Sunday. That's I'll be happy. My... Love it. Are you guys gonna? You guys gonna come to my Oscars party? Um, totally. You want to go together? You want to be my date? Yes. You Great. hesitated. <laughs> yeah, I noticed as well. He was like, <laughs> like, um. Well, I think I might have yeah. already committed to other plans. What are you doing instead? And then I'll be watching with Ethan because I do oh, a podcast cool. with him, and so he wants to record. You do before. a podcast with him? Yes. Yeah, what so the him, hell? Him and Tyler Morris. Why haven't you told me? He's you just said you were a newbie podcast. when you came here. Well, like that's what I'm saying. Like when I record, that's why I get like mute. Well, I'm you were saying like a new. conference call, not a podcast. Yes, but I act the same way in those. The truth podcasts. comes out. You are such a sneak. I know. What's what's the podcast? It's called um. <laughs> for the good of the order. What does that mean? It's an ATO thing. No, Is that a it's good actually referred to Robert's know. rules. Um, so we basically like for the good of the order, so like for I, the good an of ATO anyone. Thing. We just talk about like <laughs> anything course. that's relevant. So we just we did a ranking of our top Billy Joel songs. Great. We did um, best movies 2019. We did um, top five underrated Disney songs. Johnny, Check why haven't you told me that? I love it. Yeah, Mary, do you have anything to plug? Um, I don't at the moment, but I would love to circle back because I wrote another short film that is en route to being actually shot and filmed about a month from now. Because Greta told you to make your movie. Greta told me to go make my movie. And you know what? I'm trying to listen. So that's kind of in the works right now. But if and when that comes to fruition, I'll be back. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. And what's something y'all are excited to see this year? Mm. Yeah, I've been reading a lot about Sundance. I haven't been too excited about a lot of the reports coming out. Mm-hmm. Maybe Zola, maybe, because I love Nicholas Braun. Yes. I remember that story mm-hmm. happening, so that could be fun. Did you Have you seen the Will Ferrell... Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yes, thing. yes, I actually want to see that. So I know that that's, it's a expert, remake. They talk about is it. it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. If you listen to the Armchair Expert, I mean, I listen like the one with him and her, with Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah. Oh, does she that's talk about the movie it? when they're talking about? Okay. Yes. Because that was a while ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. But that one looks funny as hell. Well, and it, I thought it was like a like a burp, burp, family vacation kind of movie, but right. it's like written by the the Descendants guy. Yeah. And, and Jack Woods is in it. <laughs> And it looks a little like weird and interesting. And yeah, because it's based yeah. off of this Swedish film. The premise is basically like an avalanche happens, mm-hmm. and the dad runs away and abandons the family. And, like grabs his phone. <laughs> me. Yeah, in the family. And so it's it's like an American remake of that. So I hope it's good because it's got great a great cast. Obviously, yeah. so we'll see. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And um, the woman in the window. Yes. Read that book huh? if you haven't. Yeah, it's one scary. of the most entertaining. It's like creepy. It's like okay. Girl on the it's Train, like Gone, Gone Girl. Girl. Oh, I'm in. You know <laughs> yeah. I love Gone Girl. It's literally. Oh, yeah, you like Gone train. Girl. Again, you're going to love Parasite. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's like the level. don't do like quarantine, like no. pandemics. And that's no, what that no, name, no, no, name no, leads you to believe. Again, the name is not. No. It's very misleading. I came home. It's a metaphorical Parasite. Yes, exactly. Okay. Okay. There's not a, it's not a physical like. Yeah, there's no. Okay. I was like imagining like. No. Like a little, like a big yeah. bug. 
Like Zong, um, Signore like Weaver, Weaver and <laughs> Alien, like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely not like, like that. Literally, I pictured that in the film. I was nope. like, Fuck. I came home on Saturday, which I'll plug. I have a music video coming out at some point <gasps> yes, this year. You do. Finally, it's been like years with a dancer with Natalie Bierman, yes, who's a beautiful I saw dancer. It. I was very excited. I had a nightmare that I was dancing in the music video, and I was like, <laughs> I love that. That's and I'm, a you, know, when, you know, when you're like there in in the moment, you're like. How did we get here? Why did I choose this? Yes. What am I doing? And so then we we shot a little promo video of me dancing to it very badly. So hopefully oh, that'll. Oh, I can't wait. Yes. So I've got that coming out. But um, I came home from shooting it, and my roommates were watching Us, which is one mm. movie I wish I could see, but I know I, I cannot. Right. The same thing. I heard it's good thematically, but I just can't. I just can't sit through that. And so yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, y'all pause it. Um, and they're like, we can. I'm like, no, no. I was like, y'all are in the middle of this. I was like. Let me get my headphones. I'll put on a podcast and I need to eat. So I'm going to cook and stuff, but I'm just going to keep it. And then y'all can yes. press play. So we literally just like, I just. That's what be me. That's myself. literally what be me. Because Get Out, my... amazing. That's my threshold though. Same. Yeah. Same, same, same. Yeah. I, I couldn't even do that one. Have y'all seen the antebellum trailer? Yeah, no. Yeah. I don't think I can do I it. I couldn't do that I think one. they're just going to get creepier and I. Right. I can't but follow. Jordan Peele didn't write that one. It's just the same studio oh, that produced uh, us and Get Out. Good Thank you for I got clarifying. You. We've got the experts because here. thematically it looks I, it would make sense in his little pantheon of work. Totally. But yeah. If we're on this topic, yes. Ones that I really wish I could watch because it's it's right there where I feel like I would love it for the theme is Florence Pugh in Midsummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't watch that. No, no. But I read the Wikipedia <clears throat> entry. Same. And I, me too. And I was like, oh, it'd be cool to watch. Emma, yeah. Emma Germano, shout out. Um, Gilmore Energy. Girls episode, Booksmart episode. She explained the whole plot to me, so I Horrifying. know about it. But I'm like, I literally never right. could watch that. Deeply upsetting. Yeah. Even yeah. my friends who love horror movies were like, I it's had almost devil. had to leave. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. Okay, so finally, um, who are we voting for? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, I, I was, was like, like, I think for the best Oscars? picture. I was like, no, yeah. I was like, no, Monica, in the 2020 election. No, Perfect. I'm just All right, yeah, let's buckle up. Yeah, let's buckle up. <laughs> no, we don't get political on this show. We just talk about pop culture. Especially because through our pop culture discussions, we already know where our hearts lie. Exactly. I know we kind of weave it in it's with insightful. that. Yes. Thanks, guys, so much. And just so as a fun. reminder, oh, Monica, was. it was my 2020 resolution to appear on this podcast yes. or to scam my way onto this podcast. Scam my way. I can't believe that. You emailed me under like a different <laughs> name and then show up. It's me. I'm a film expert. Right. Sari Maroki. And <laughs> I'm honored to be here today. Yes. <laughs> Next year, I'll become prepared watching all the films. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, you're a podcast vet now. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. Just that's been, what he has a right. podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. Yes. Um, cool. Well, I love you guys, and thank you for Thanks your- for letting us come Y'all have such good insights. And, thank you. And yeah, this is fun. And this was keep great. a lookout for part two of this episode where we yes. just only talk about Jojo Rabbit. And Lady Bird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the and Jojo Booksmart. Rabbit Lady Bird spinoff, Booksmart. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just like, Amy we'll do a recap. Yeah, we just talk about whatever we want to talk about. And Chris Evans' sweater. Oof. Yes. Mm. Mm. All day. Okay, bye guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>